Christmas Eve, bitches. Merry Christmas, my little mooks. The shitter's full. The shitter is not full yet. The shitter is full tomorrow morning. Yes, not yet. Tomorrow morning. Oh. Everything goes to shit. <laughs> right before the show. You think so? Mere minutes before the show. Yeah, what happened? I can't hear me, you there? I am here. There you go. 
So, oh God, I can't even. I can't. My brain is just melted. It's Christmas goddamn Eve. Why don't why? Besides being consummate professionals, as people are pointing out in the chat room. Oh, really? Yeah, go to morelikeradio.com, click on the live button, be a part of the chat room. Okay. Besides that, that's why we're here. Well, the other guys are on their holiday. Yeah. Well, the other guys that are out there in the world of radio are having Christmas vacation. Yeah. And besides which, getting paid a lot more money than we are. Ooh. Because when we're at zero, anything's more money than what we are. No, the rest of us. Hey, did you get your bonus package zero? Oh yes, I got. I got. Actually, they gave me a double zero. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, because I was employee of the month here at MLR. Oh wow. <laughs> so I got double. I didn't get that. No, you were an employee of the month. Oh. Okay. I was employee of the month. Okay. Um, the uh, Mike Bachetti. Uh, who I can't really speak ill will about, but every time I book this son of a bitch, <laughs> every time, every, like, I'm talking about from back in the day when we yeah. worked at Goom. This guy's invented more. And I booked this guy. I know. It, it, something always happens. Even after having a full conversation with him, full conversation of going, Mike, you good for, you, you know, cold on Sunday. Made sure on Monday he had the address to come to the studio. Because he lives on Staten Island. So it's not even like he has to go far. Everything. Maybe we should do the limo and pick him up. Let me guess. He's not coming in. You think? You think? Just like a bitch. Just like you, he didn't show up. Yeah. And Hammy also, by the way, speaking of Hammy, left all his gifts here. Yeah, how come? From uh, White Trash Christmas. Yeah. I knew I forgot something. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> so, I was taking my shower this morning. And I forgot that. Oh, where's my new butt brush? I I'm, need it. I don't got my butt brush. I can't clean my butt hole. I have an ass brush. Yeah. Why is Danny's mic don't. so low? Because Danny's on Billy's mic. Danny today <laughs> is Bammy. He's Bammy, yeah. Yeah, he has to be no. Billy. Billy not here today. Hammy not in studio, as always. So- I forgot Billy's not there either. I, I, I was going to Skype in today because... Uh, I thought Bachetti was going to come in so he would normally take my spot where I sit. Bachetti would have took your spot, but there was also going to be another empty spot, stupid. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Billy wasn't going to be there either. Well, a bitch. You know, maybe I should go out on the front porch and just see if I can grab somebody <laughs> off the street. It might be interesting. Ask, go out on the porch and ask and go, who, <laughs> Hello? Wants, who wants to host the radio program? Yeah, yeah. You want to be on the radio? Uh. <laughs> Coming from you in that tone of voice, Joe, yeah. how could anyone not want to be on the yeah. radio? I get a pretty girl. I have some pretty girls who live next door. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Have, a, you have a hot bitch that lives next door. I do, yeah. There's, very, always, very there's always condoms. Yep. Condoms yes. on the floor outside. Yes. Young, dumb, and full of cum next door. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Every single night. Yeah. yeah, see, Danny's mic is lower than Hammy's self-esteem. Well, that's, that's right. Danny speaks low. Up in the Danny, I, I the, the thing, the best part is, yeah. can Danny I bring this up? I use a butt right brush. <laughs> I use a butt brush. I, I say this every freaking week, and yeah. no one gets it, and Danny don't get it, and Billy don't get it. They don't know how to speak on microphones. I speak very well, thank you. No, you don't. <laughs> I You're still low. I speak English very well. <laughs> I do. Very it's goodly. not. It's not your. It's not your. Uh, 
your comprehension of the English language, Danny. It's how to speak into a microphone. Yes. So therefore, you're pushing on your diaphragm and and yeah. being loud and making sure people understand you. Yeah, pretend you give it a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, put the mic yeah, right Eddie, down your throat. You need to be more loud and obnoxious like Eddie. Come Thank on. Thank you. Yeah. Excuse me, mister, I'm at home. Yeah. Shut up. I'm I like at that. home on Skype, yeah. mister. Yeah, like John Wayne Gacy's picture yeah. he's got up there. I gotta be, I'm, igno- I'm obnoxious. Yeah. You're sitting in your freaking house right now. I bet she has no clothes on. Well, that's how you picture him, yes. <laughs> I, I am wearing my lovely Christmas jammies today. Ooh. What kind of Christmas jammies do you have? They are red and green. They have a little snowman on their butt cheeks. There you go, Joe. Oh, <laughs> hot. They're very comfortable. I'm getting a chubby. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Are they flannel? Joe's getting a hard on for Christmas. I know. I think Hammy should so wear those to the studio. Oh, yeah. When one of you have to kiss his ass. Oh, yeah, you dropped the trap door. It's going to be me. I lost again this week. Well, it's it going to be me. I, I can feel it already. Yeah. It's a I tie. I gladly wear Hammy's jammies to the studio <laughs> when it's time for the ass kissing. It's time All for right. Hammy's jammies. As a guy. <clears throat> I still have a cough and a cold. And uh, maybe you got the AIDS. I might have the AIDS. It hasn't been going away. It's been like four weeks. <clears throat> a, a little bit. Did you go to Africa to get those AIDS? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That PR woman was hysterical. Yeah. Did you see that story? Did anyone see that story besides me and Joe? I saw it. I didn't see it. Tell uh, me. Do tell. Do tell. No, there was this PR tra- uh, chick. And she's also a trick too, but this is PR chick who be, before, does tricks. Yeah. yeah. Who before going to uh Africa for something, right? Yeah. She writes, uh, on my way to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Uh just kidding, I'm white. <laughs> you know she got fired, right? Explanation. Yeah. Now now, don't get me wrong, it's funny. It's not a bad joke. I, I chuckled. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like fall over, laugh your balls off, piss your pants drunk. Funny. It was funny. <clears throat> but it's still a good joke. So what happens is she's by the time she got on the plane. To about halfway point, she was fired. (laughs) It was a tweet, right? Yeah, when she landed, she was 100% fired (laughs) from her job. She was like a head of a freaking PR firm. (laughs) She was uh, the, uh, I think it was called the the IAC. You can look it up, Dave. The IAC or something. They all run for cover. And she, uh, it it became the Twitter, like, tweet of the whole year so far. Yeah. Like even even worse uh, than anything else that was out there, and the funny one, <coughs> if that wasn't enough, the funny one. IAC, you are. IAC, say. thank you, thank you. I know my Hollywood jargon, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, let's do lunch, Danny. Me and you, oh, IAC right. noon. All right. Hope you don't oh, get the AIDS. <laughs> oh, 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 you're white. You're white. Justine um, Sacco was her name. Yeah, Justine Sacco. I tried to friend her. She was. And I uh, couldn't. Communications S- director. Yes. Sounds white. Yeah. Sacco? Yeah. Where's yeah. Sacco? I heard it was Sacco and Vincenti, and they got the chair. I like Sacco Joia. Sacco Joia, yeah. She was a trailblazer. How, how about Sacco to me? How about Sacco to me? <laughs> Sacco to me. Um, Sacco to me? Sacco to me? Yeah, she is. Little Matt put up her picture already oh, yeah. in the chat room. I tell you. 
That's your brother producer, the, the Danny. <laughs> I, I have no producer. My one producer sits at home in his jammies. The other one sits over here. He, I'm glad he showed up. He's the only one that showed up. Yeah. Mm. IAC is run by Barry Diller. It's yeah. the parent company of the Daily Best, Match.com, and other big media properties. Oh, so automatically she was up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Absolutely. Because if you if you put something out there like that, I, I get where they have to go, Holy shit! <laughs> what are you doing? Right. And they gotta automatically pull shit. I get that. Yeah. But the best one here it is. There's a tweet. Going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. <laughs> from <laughs> from Justine Sacco. That's it. So for the far. Well, the you, best. You know she was so confident when she clicked send on that tweet. Oh yeah. She, oh, you know she was sitting there going, "I gonna, I'm gonna get a chuckle." <laughs> you don't even understand what a chuckle I'm gonna get from this. Well, one. she got. 2,678 uh, retweets, retweets and, uh, and 1,206 favorites. Yeah, so she wins. She wins. Yeah. She wins. She's out of a job. Well, did you hear Steve but Martin? she wins. Did you hear Steve Martin put up a racist tweet? Well, no, that was... I, and he took it right down again? No, no, no. See, it wasn't racist. Well, no, that, well, I no, agree. No. I agree. All right, so shut up and let me tell the story. Did you tell stories like old people fuck, so oh, shut up. Well, I can't the, fuck too well. The Steve Martin tweet yes. was not racist. Somebody asked Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's account is uh, Steve Martin on the go or something like that. Yeah. Someone asked Steve Martin if this is how you spell lasagna. <laughs> All right? And it was spelled like L-O-S-I-N-A or some stupid. Yeah. And Steve Martin cleanly replies back. That depends if you're in an African American restaurant or Italian uh, American. No, restaurant. if you're an African American. No, or that's Italian not what restaurant. he. No, that's not what he said. Stupid. I thought he just said Italian. No, because see, this uh, is why you don't tell stories. I don't know because you have no facts. I have none at all. So shut up. I gloss over things, you know. <clears throat> so be quiet while the host tells the story, jackass. Okay. <laughs> so now what the, the the tweet said, unlike on what Joe said, because he just ruined the bit by talking. Oh, sorry. The I, I'm going to kill him on Christmas Eve. We can't stop. So what happens is he said, if you're at an African-American restaurant, there you go. If you're in an African-American neighborhood or an Italian restaurant. That's what I meant, yeah. Okay, totally not what you said, jackass. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so you're wrong and I'm still right. No, when you say if you're in, a, in an African-American restaurant. Yeah, neighborhood or restaurant is what I was saying. So either way, I'm still right. You're wrong. Shut up. Oh, you can't be wrong. It's impossible. I'm totally right. Read the fucking tweet. <laughs> oh, I get to the damn tweet already. So the whole point was, Dick. even though that Joe's a moron and doesn't know comedy from his asshole, Dickhead. the point still remains that it's not a racist tweet. But everyone and their mother went after Steve Martin this weekend. Because it's African-American. That's Every why. single one of them. And to the point where Steve Martin... Pulled the tweet down himself. Yeah, he did. Right away. As, as to say, oh, I screwed up. Yeah, no, did. you didn't. Well, you answered a question. <clears throat> First off, Steve Martin's job in life is to be funny. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. His job in life, unlike Joe's, as he just <laughs> proved before, yeah. is to be funny. I thought it was. That's his job. He's Steve effing Martin. He's not a he's not a surgeon, and he is funny. He's not a he's not a freaking librarian. Yeah. He's not a bus driver. Nope. Damn, he's not, he's not a bus driver. No, he's not. It turns out not a bus Shit. driver. He is a comedic personality. Oh. That's his job. He's an actor. And God forbid he would make a joke 
God forbid, in the society that we live in, that somebody would make a joke. Well, the Bible bans jokes, so, you know. <coughs> Does it really? Yeah. You can't. Bans everything. Yeah, that's true. Jesus wasn't funny. Well, uh, let's go. He on. made you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you base that off of? <laughs> well, he wasn't. Did, did you, what, did, lay me one joke that Jesus told. You know, the meek shall inherit the I earth. Where? That's you, a one-liner. You were there, Joe. You tell us. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Joe, the thirteenth apostle. I yeah. was there. Yes. But it it, it boggles. It, it enrages me because if you actually look at the the, the controversy that this seems to have caused. It, it, it was like, oh, my God, how dare you, Steve? Oh, you crossed the line. Yeah. Uh, Everyone loves being offended. That's oh, the really? Oh, and ever since the, the invention of Twitter and Facebook, they get offended literally every second of the well, day. Going back to the original chick. <coughs> uh, Miss Sacco? Miss, yeah, while she was on. Sacco Joanne. While she was still on the flight. And, and, uh, yeah, she was and fired tweeted, literally in the thing. Uh, they released a statement while she was still in the air, IAC, saying this is outrageous, offensive comment that does not reflect the views and values of IAC. Unfortunately, the employee in question is unreachable on an international flight, but this is a very serious matter, and we are taking appropriate action. Yeah, it's the Duck Dynasty thing all over again. It's exactly what the hell it is. It's oh, the Duck Dynasty absolutely. thing all over again. Absolutely. Whereas, by the way, if you've been living under a rock and you have no clue what I'm talking about, Phil Robertson from the 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 the, the patriarch mm -hmm. of uh, Duck Dynasty uh, was in an interview with GQ magazine. Which, first off and foremost, a guy from Duck Dynasty in GQ. Believe that? That's amazing. Yeah. First off, I remember when Gentleman's Quarterly meant something, Daniel. <laughs> um, but. He makes a comment about how uh, he doesn't understand how a man can prefer man ass over a vagina. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. Now he said a little more than that. <clears throat> no, that's what that was what he said about gay people. Well, he called it a sin. And so then he, he said gay sex to bestiality. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, no, but no, no, no. He didn't compare. No, no. Later on in the story, in the interview. He starts listing down all the things that are sins. And he equated in the same pile homosexuality, bestiality, uh, pedophilia, all these things that he put together in one thing that he says are sins. Technically, in the Bible, because that's how he lives his life, Yeah, he's kind of right. In the Bible. Now, I don't live my life by the Bible, so I don't care. But technically, from what this moron, uh, you know, has drilled into his skull, that's, according to him and his beliefs, right. I'm not saying he's right. I don't agree with Phil, but that's what they say. Well, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, you, you, you don't have to agree with him to, to, you know, what's freedom of speech all about in the first place? First of all, that's his belief. It's his business. Nobody yes, else's. But here's the thing. And, uh, here, here, I, here goes I, corporate hammy. Yeah. I, I, I despise that. I, I see it from the other side's point of view. But Phil Robertson is a contracted employee of A&E Network. Yes, he is. He is paid a whole f crap load of money to do Duck Dynasty. Yes, and he is. He, with their contracted personalities, can do anything and everything they want if they feel like they're 
employees. Yeah, see, wait, wait. No one's disputing. Wait, no one's disputing, Hammy, the facts that they can. Yeah. No one's saying that they can't. No one's saying A and E can't do that. The real argument. The, the argument. Hold on. The argument here. Don't know. You hold on. The argument here is why. That's the argument. Absolutely. That's the only argument that really matters. He gets contracted to do a hit show, and that's exactly what he does. He gives him a hit show. The only reason why he's been suspended and there's all this outrage is is because there is so much outrage, and 90% of it is phony. Of course. course. You look at in a month, no one will be talking about Duck Dynasty. A month in a week, no one's going to care. Well, Cracker Barrel recanted. They took all his, his products off the shelves, and because of the outpouring of support, for put them, everything they, back. They on put the everything shelf. back up again. I you love know. how A and E stuck by their uh, their their seriousness about Phil Robertson not being on TV by marathoning Duck Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's but that's but that's my point, Hammy. We're oh, we're boy. in a we're in a society, whereas. He has the right to say whatever he wants. There is no way of saying. Oh, automatically you're wrong. You're getting fired. Well, they're not that's not right. That's not right. Or even suspended. Yeah, that's not right. The fact is, though, why do we live in a society where everybody and their mother wants to see him fired? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like he has his own opinion. That's what he thinks. He could be a moron. I could sit there and go, "Wow, what an idiot!" I'm still gonna watch the show. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? That's the thing. Why do do we want that to be? I will admit that I actually watched Duck Dynasty, and anyone can, can quote the show. He yeah. constantly says, you, you know, he sort of toe-and-toe makes fun of people who don't think like him, but at the same time, he says, you know, we all live under, we all live on God's green earth. We, sh- we should all love each other, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't, he's not condemning violence against gay people like uh, no, he's not. one guy in Russia did. He's not saying uh, put that all guy, the gays That guy in, in Russia, in, uh, you mean Putin? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's that not guy. saying. The president of Russia. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So, what title? Why is he need a title for? He's not inciting violence against gay people. He just simply thinks that their lifestyle is wrong. So. So naturally, of course, it, with the liberal religious uh, uh, <coughs> oh, groups, he should be fired and castrated for for, for his words and having opinions. But that what's funny to me is that we don't live, and I wrote a whole blog about this thing uh, on my Facebook because I was I was just I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand life, and maybe it's because I'm me and I don't understand life. I don't get where there is no law. In the world that says I have to like gay people. There's no law that says I have to like black people. There's no law that says I have to like aborigines. There's no law that says I have to like firehouses. There's no law that says I have to like fire hydrants. There's no law that says I have to like something. Yeah, but they want you to keep it to yourself. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. There's no law that says he has to. I agree. So therefore, he's not wrong at all. That's what at freedom, all. That's what freedom of speech is supposed to be about. There, there actually is an unwritten. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, unwritten. No, it, it doesn't it, count. In the court of public opinion, now, it, it of course the court of public opinion, the highest court in the land. It is an unwritten law now, where if you don't immediately jump on the 
uh, on the liberal progressive bandwagon and support all these special interests. You are a uh, sexist, racist, insert anti-religion here, bigot. That's what it is. If you don't agree with any uh, progressive lifestyle, you're you're a bigot, and you should be lambasted for it until you conform to it. And that's what's funny to me, because there is... We live in a world where you have to pussyfoot around everything. Everything. Oh, you got to walk on eggshells around everything, every one of those issues. And he didn't, like Hammy pointed out, he never said he wanted that uh, gays must die. He never said, he, he made also a comment about black people saying that they were during the civil rights movement. Uh, I think he said prior. Or post. Somebody can look that up for me. I don't want to... Prior, prior to civil rights in pre-civil <clears throat> rights Louisiana. That prior to the civil rights movement, they weren't... It wasn't all ridiculously... They weren't all like... Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to butcher his quote. I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, but it was like he, he, he said that they were... It wasn't all bad, is what he was saying. This is a guy that, yes, might be a moron. He might be... Uh, some may call him retarded. Some may call him a Bible humper. Some may call him whatever the hell they want. You know why they can? Because it's freedom of speech. That's what you call me. I don't have to listen to him. I don't take my religious cues. I don't take my, uh, you know, any form of cues from Phil effing Robinson. So really, at the end of the day, uh, does it matter? <laughs> I'm drinking Rimble. Does it matter? <laughs> That Phil Robinson has his own opinion on something. Yeah. No. Because I Danny has his opinion. I don't listen to him. Joe has his you. opinions on things. I don't listen to him. No. Nobody listens to Joe. No. Hammy no. has dumb opinions on things. I don't listen to him. Tony it's Hammy logic and it's flawless. <laughs> no, it's not. You should write oh, you yeah. should write a book of Hammy Logic. <laughs> okay. I will. It'll be one page long. Yeah. Nine zero eight eight five four four two two eight. I'm going to work on my cough. Yeah, we'll figure out what's going on here on the show today. I know at the top of the noon hour, uh, we are going to have Eric Danville on the phone. The uh, he has the complete story of Linda Lovelace. Yeah. So I mean, he a big time guy from this Penthouse. Is, this magazine. is interesting. This really is. He's going to give us the behind the scenes because he knows. What really happened? He's going to tell us about everything, even the, the bestiality movie, the whole really? nine yards wow. of what happened with Linda Lovelace, an iconic world in the in the world of pornography, Daniel. Porn. So, with uh, a porn show. With a porn show, of course. Yeah. Uh, so she will be there uh, well, in she, spirit. She, she made porn popular in, <clears throat> in a sense to mainstream popular. Well, she made mainstream, yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the Lovelace movie with Amanda Seyfried? I saw bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen them. I have to watch it. I think I'll watch it on Christmas morn. Ooh. That's what I shall do. 908-854-4228. It's the Ham Radio Show. Ah, uh, Danny, I think we'll be right back into these words. It's a special. This is Ham Radio, and my God, it's so gay. If you mean the old English definition of fun, enjoyable, and carefree, then yes, it's extremely gay. I think they meant the other definition. You're listening to Ham Radio. You're more than just TNA. Are you very sure you're not homosexual? Take a moment. Digest all that, folks. We'll be right back. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? 
been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DEAL48 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code DEAL48 at adamandeve.com. Did you know you can listen to any of the more like radio shows on the go? Download TuneIn Radio on your smartphone and search More Like Radio and never miss a show. This is this is gonna make this is gonna make you 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 want to vomit. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Let me see. Do we uh, let me move on here? Okay. No, that's pitiful. It's driving me crazy. It's on. It's gonna be war. Oh my god. Simply explosive talk radio. No, this is some crazy stuff. Talksuperstation.com. What are you waiting for? It's time to experience pure bliss and the only truly healthy libido enhancer on the market. Raw Nation's Hot Rocks. Hot Rocks. Hot so what does it do? It intensifies sexual performance, makes men feel more confident, women feel more sexy, it intensifies your sex life. Hot Rocks were designed to be a vitamin for your sex drive. It's a superfood injected aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. It's an overall vitality pill. It just makes you feel amazing. This is the only product on the market that's for men and women both. There's nothing bad in it. It's all organic and it's made right here in the USA. If you already have a strong sex drive, that's great. But what Hot Rocks does is it's going to help you maintain that sex drive and keep it from slipping away, which is a problem that's far too common nowadays. Call 1-855-RAW-LIFE. That's 1-855-RAW-LIFE to order Hot Rocks or get it online at hotrocks.com. H-O-T-R-A-W-K-S.com. Life is better on Hot Rocks. Got something to say? Then give us a call. 908-854-4228. 908-854-4228. Or hit us up in the More Like Radio chat room. We want to hear from you. Lord knows Billy brings nothing to the table. So why don't you? Hey, yo, brother. This is the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. And you're listening to my main man, Uncle Eddie, on ham radio. So what you gonna do? Yeah, I was picking my belly button on the camera. Yeah, Santa Joker to the thieves. Much confusion. It's the Ham Radio Christmas Eve show. 908-854-4228. 
I got Joe making me some tea. Because I'm a fruit. I gotta have tea. He's gonna bring crumpets too. He might. What's wrong with crumpets, Danny? Why, why can't I have crumpets? I figured you want a donut instead. No donuts for me, kid. With belly button fluff. I was I was picking it on purpose. Well, by the way, I mean somebody did offer to suck your dick. I know for for it. Yeah. You're welcome, Matt. That's producer Matt to you. Go to uh, morelikeradio.com. Click on the live button. Be a part of the chat room. A lot of people in there celebrating their Christmas Eve with us. Even from Australia, they're in there. Happy Christmas to the people in uh, the other parts of the world. Hammy, are you alive? Are you masturbating in your Christmas jammies? I'm masturbating vigorously, but I am here. That shouldn't take long. We'll wait. Okay, and you're done. Good job. 12 o'clock, high noon. The author of the complete story of Linda Lovelace, Eric Danville, will be here. Mike Buschetti, not here. He's going to become like my Matt Damon. I'm like, ah, sorry, we had to cancel on uh, Mike Buschetti. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Ah, so he won't be here. Talking about free speech right now. Talking about free speech via Twitter. Just to keep you on the loop. Uh, this PR chick, what's her name, Justine Sacco? Yes. From IAC, ended up getting fired mid-flight for making a tweet. Uh, also in the news, Steve Martin supposedly made a racist tweet that wasn't racist. And then we started talking about Duck Dynasty. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Duck Dynasty. Quack, quack. Talking about uh, Phil Robinson. Flying V's. The Flying V. As the kids say in the streets, the flying V. The Duck Dynasty guys, uh, Phil Robinson, the patriarch, in an interview in GQ magazine, uh, giving his view on the world, his, uh, his uh, you know, quacky view of the world. Quack, quack. So, and it seems like you can't make any comments. At all anymore. No matter what you are, no matter what you do, everybody wants to be the victim. You've hurt somebody's feelings. You can't. You can't just make. You know. You can't just uh, have a thought anymore before the thought police come and get you. The PC police, all kinds of police. There's so many. The court of public opinion. Everybody wants to come and get you. Nine zero eight eight five four four two two eight. According to Hammy Logic, A and E justified. There they are. There's the PC police. Justified in suspending Phil Robinson, which I agree with because it is their show. Here's the problem with that. These guys are multi-millionaires. They're just going to take their money and they're going to go, I'm going to buy out my contract. They're going to buy out their contracts with A&A and then they're going to end up on the hunting channel. That's Dude, what's gonna happen. That, that show is so done on A and E. They they, uh, they just finished filming the next season, so the next season will probably air on A and E. But after that, they're done. They they uh, do you have their? As the kids I, say, Dunzo. I I can pick up. I I can pull up their uh, their statement, but they pretty much said on their website that uh, 
they had a working relationship with A&E, and now because of uh, the way that they handled Phil Robertson, um, they're a very, you know, tight family as far as, like, sticking out for one another. They, they are 100% behind Phil, and if they fire Phil, um, kiss the show goodbye is pretty much what, what the message said. It doesn't literally say we're gone, but it says... It implies that they are not happy at all with A and E. So what you're saying is you're paraphrasing. Yes, I, I don't. Uh, my vocabulary is not that good. So what? yes, I am. I saying don't that. speak so well. I speak English goodly. So uh, Hammy speaking for the Robinson clan, stating that they uh, good for them though. No, I, hey, that's the way. But that's the way the cookie crumbles the other way. See, in corporate America. You're you're normally you're picking on the smaller guy. Like if, if like if the ham radio show was on A and E, right? We have nothing. So of course they're gonna dictate what happens. They're gonna go, Oh, Uncle Eddie said something. Oh blah blah blah. Oh, get rid of him, blah blah blah. Suspend him. Fired. Fired. Yeah. Fired. But what they can do is pick on a family who has nine gazillion dollars. You know what I mean? Like they, the size, they, have you seen the size of Willie Robertson's house? They got money. Yeah, they're not they're not starving. They got dough. Yeah. They got a stack. They got stacks. Okay? They're not they're not at all starving. There's no way, shape, or form that they can't just turn around and go, here's our money. Here's what we're gonna do. Oh, your measly uh two million dollar contract? Here you go. That's nothing. They'd rather do that. And then show up somewhere else. And all they need is the same kind of film crew. And they don't even have to call it Duck Dynasty. They could go, like, meet the Robinsons. And it would still be fine. It could be Phil and family. And they'd still be fine. That's the problem A&E doesn't get. And I think A&E actually does get it. That's the problem, too. I think A&E is starting to get it because they put on that freaking marathon. They know... They know that they need the Duck Dynasty people. It was the ass-kissing marathon. That's all it was. Yeah. It was the automatically before Glad comes after us. They already are. No, no, but automatically, let's pull the pin on the grenade first, and then we'll ask questions later. And that's exactly what happened. They pulled the pin, they put the grenade down, and they said, Oh, we got to him first. Don't worry about it. We have suspended him. Dunzo. The same the chick Justine Sacco. Yes, it was a stupid it was a stupid joke. But instead of just being reprimanded and saying, hey, stupid, it's automatically firing. Oh yeah. She Done. was gone before she even landed. She was gone before she took off. So now does she have to get back on the plane and like just not do her job and then Absolutely. Now yeah. that she's fired and no longer an employee, does she have to pay for the international flight out of pocket? I was, I was just about to say that. Does she have to pay for the... Unless they gave her round round, uh, round, round trip. trip tickets, she's pretty much screwed. And she's going to probably get the AIDS. I mean, it happens. Racist. It, it, but that's what I'm saying. Like everything, They throw out these buzzwords... And that's my, my, my whole my whole war on life now and why I hate the human race. Dude, I'm with you, man. The uh is buzzwords. People call retarded the R word. No, no, no. Racist is the R word. That is the quickest 
end the conversation and put you in defense mode word I've I've ever heard it used in an argument. But that's but my whole problem is why in God's name do we have to f around with each other so much that we can't even just have conversations anymore? Perfect because example. people want attention. Perfect. It's the simplest reason. Perfect example. I, I made a comment yesterday. I don't know if anyone saw any of these stories that have been going around on the news and whatnot. Did you see this uh, story? I'm going to bring it up here. Hold on for a second. Let me just get it ready to go here. Thanks, Lou. Let me get this ready here. I'm going to bring up this story. Uh, this is just one of many. The Air Jordans that everyone has been fighting over. A friend sneakers of mine. You're talking about, yeah, right? sneakers, sneakers. Okay. A friend of mine, uh, whose name is Reggie, Reggie Lewis, big Reggie, giant. Reggie black. Bush. No, no, not Reggie Bush. He, this one did not bang Kim Kardashian. He probably wishes he did. Big brother, huge Mark Henry. Mark Henry looking son of a bitch. Big guy. Monstrous. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph has Joseph has brought my tea. He people. put your tea. Where's I have the, my tea. Where's here. the crumpets? I don't need crumpets there. There's a whole pot of tea. tea. Um, so big Reggie Lewis, he's a big guy. Like I'm talking Mark Henry size, big black guy, friend of mine. Comes out and he puts up a picture of what happened in Brooklyn, where they were fighting in the streets in Brooklyn, beating the shit out of each other for a pair of sneakers. Joe, are you on? Yeah. I'm, okay. I, I'm on. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. No. Beating the little shit out of each other. Yeah. The living shit, not the little shit. The living the shit. The living shit. Out of each other for sneakers. Okay? And the picture he shows on uh, Twitter and Facebook is of black people in Brooklyn beating the shit out of each other with the caption going, Come on, y'all. We can do better. That's what he put on Facebook, and I, I had to agree with him. Unlike Hammy, who's a giant racist and hates Canadians, and by that I mean black people. Yep, yep. He really hates Canadians. My thing is that I, I look at that and I go, yeah, you are better. Stop, and, and stop, Phil. Wait, Joe, shut up. I'm making a point. I was coughing. Oh, that wasn't a cough. That was a word. That was a word. It was a cough word. Yeah. Shut up, Joe. Cough. So why, my whole thing is that why feed into the machine of the Hammies of the world who look at you guys as animals? That's what they. No offense. Let's be. Let's have a real conversation. You guys are looked at as animals to racist people like that. And Reggie was pleading with his own people that you could do better. So when he puts that up, I go on Twitter and I I wrote, "Dear black people, stop beating this shit out of each other for sneakers." Yep, right there. You did the first three words. Yeah. Yes. Dear black people, you're over. <laughs> yeah, I'm a racist. That's, That's over. You're racist. racist. That's Dear it. black people, stop beating the shit out of each other for sneakers. Cut the shit. And I think I wrote, like, love Uncle Eddie or something. And I, and I wrote, demand the ham. Hashtag demand the ham. Yeah. You racist bastard, you. I become the <laughs> racist king of all racists. Yes. I become a Klansman when someone reads this. Wait, wait, hold on. I'll tell you the story. Someone reads this freaking tweet, and they, I become an asshole in this scenario. Where they go, where they go automatically, oh, my God, you know, Eddie, you don't know what the hell you talk about. You're ignorant. 
blah, 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 gets into a whole giant fight with me about how there were not just black people in this scenario. Now, I'm bringing up the fact of just the Brooklyn scenario. Because at that point, that's all I knew. Well, yeah. In that in in that storyline. So then I bring that up and I and and I in my tweet. And then <clears throat> Yeah, here he goes. Producer Matt found it. Dear black people, they're just sneakers. Stop the shit. Thank you. Hashtag the men to him. Yeah. Was my exact tweet. Thank you. He is a better producer than any of you people. He is, he's terrific. All right, so that was <laughs> that was the tweet. Well, it was seventeen hours ago. Fly him over here. And then... <laughs> I know, yeah. They'll fly you over He's there. like 12 and he does a better job than you. <laughs> I'm so that's my tweet. All right? After that, uh, Matt, if you want to, while you're working for us now, <laughs> find, me, find me the rebuttals yeah. from whoever that guy is that uh, was flipping out about me. And he brings up all this shit. And it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And he he's like, he's attacking me. For bringing up that black people were involved. Okay, so you're right. You're right. It wasn't all black people. But there, was a, there, there wasn't really a lot of white people. There wasn't a lot of Puerto Ricans. There wasn't a lot of Asians. I don't think I found one Native American. There was, it, it was literally... Black people, predominantly black people. What about the Eskimos? There was not one Eskimo. No Eskimos? <laughs> not one Eskimo beating each other up for freaking Air Jordans. Yeah. So then I'm watching the news later on, and then I get stories like this. Thanks, Louisville Metro Police had to break Louisville. up a big fight early Kentucky. today at Jefferson Mall. Fight was over the release of some new sneakers. <laughs> Excuse me. She's got my call. Called the yes. food court in the mall where 75 to 100 people were reportedly in a fight over pairs of new Air Jordan 11 retro cords. A security guard was reportedly trampled by the crowd of people waiting for shoe stores to open early. At least eight police cars were on the scene. Officers broke up the crowd of people who just had to have their Jordans. Okay, so now that's in Louisville, okay? Now, who wants to take a guess who the news people interview during this piece, anyone? Anyone uh, want to guess? An Asian. The white guy. No, not an Asian. Uh, anyone? Anyone? Anyone in the chat room? More like radio.com backslash live? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Let's go to the videotape. The love for the Jays, you feel me? It might sound like a lame right now, but. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Look at the box. The box is cold. Okay, so one man at the mall says he bought two pairs for $180 a piece and was able to sell one of the pairs for $260 to another person who was waiting in line. Okay, that was the white guy. In that video, there was one white gentleman hanging out with the black guys. Selling them. And he's probably the guy that was selling the sneakers. Yeah. Now, when you go back onto the other videos, there's nine million on YouTube. Okay? You can watch, you can watch. All of them, or you could just read the titles. Shrong of sisters, 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 fighting for a pair of Jordans. Uh, sneak attack, pandemonium for Jordans. N not white people. <coughs> and it's not me being racist. It's me pointing something out that nobody has the balls to say because they're going to get sued or the NAACP is going to come after them. 
or Al Sharpton's going to come after him. Yeah. Al? I like Al. Yeah. It's me telling you guys, I cut the shit. They're shoes. They're shoes. They're not even nice-looking sneakers. Well, you know, what annoys me is, is not that they're just shoes. They're, they're so expensive, and these guys are basically they're, they're the what? low-income people of, of our society. I, you know, I don't want to say that they're on welfare. I just want to say they're low-income people of our society. Yeah, that's better. And, and, and they're, and they're buying, it's, good, it's good when you explain your racist tone. <laughs> okay. And they're buying $180 pair of sneakers. And they got I didn't in. want to say the Jews were thrifty. But you know, it annoys me when they got three kids at home eating macaroni and cheese, you know? Hey, hey. And... and, and Joe, they most likely work at McDonald's and now are demanding fifteen dollars an hour. Well, they should. I gotta buy these sneakers, man. They need the bread. Uh, it's it, it's sort of terrible, man. <coughs> I mean, I don't know. I I, I go to Kmart, you know. And, and, I that's what I'm saying. I I don't. Maybe I don't get it because I don't stop spend. at Kmart like, like a good white trash. <laughs> yeah. <guy>. <laughs> <laughs> I am the white trash wop. I go to pay less or Kmart for my sneakers. I, mean, I, I get, I get like the whole shoe things. A lot of people are like a big into like collecting shoes, like Jordans and all. Okay, here, here are all the tweets. By the way, yeah. Wait, scroll up, Danny, while you're telling this. But, while you're telling uh, your story, I, I don't see spending that much money on a pair of shoes myself. Yeah, click it. Bring it all the way up. I gotta, I gotta start. All right, stop right there. All right, so now, now Joshua Christmas comes at me and says, uh, "That ain't right, man." And I go, and, and, and by the way, his is at jchristmas.com. I go, what's not right? Because at this point now, it is 11 hours after I've written the tweet. I have no clue what the hell he's talking about <laughs> yeah, right. when he first tells me. Uh, it was not just black people. Oh, you moved it. When you type, it goes back down. Right, well, then don't you got to be a little bit faster. Come on. I can't read when it's Tell moving. Tell everybody in the chat room, stop typing. Crap. Okay, wait. Uh, duh, 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 duh. It was just not black people that were fighting for those Jordans. Whites, Hispanics, Asians, they were all doing it. Yeah. Fast forward through all this crap, Danny. Go to the bottom now. All, through the whole dialogue between me and him, and we're going back and forth and back and forth, <coughs> I write... Go away down, Danny. I don't give a shit. The last thing I write him is because he starts going, uh, you're being very ignorant because you're saying that they were all black. Why not just say people? Why do you have to say black? I said, let's agree on one point. It's stupid to get into a fight over shoes. Now, after that, he starts agreeing with me. He goes, now, we could both definitely agree on that. Okay? So I think I've made some kind of... Peace accord. That's common between sense. Between the two of us. You use a little okay? common sense. You know, shoes are stupid. But I said, m- predominantly, most of the people in all these videos that are up on YouTube that you could see and that were on the news were oh. not white people. Black is a racist word. <clears throat> because, and I've had this discussion with Miguel, our one black fan, that, has, that listened to us since the, the day we were born here on this show. I don't think he's really black. Miguel, no, Miguel's very black. I think he just says it. Joe, shut up. I'm making a point. Okay. Your your crappy jokes don't help my bit. Okay. So when Miguel and me have this conversation about how there is black crime and there is white crime, okay? White people are not the same as black people when it comes to our crimes. No, because I, 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 this is going to come out racist, but white people are more into uh, blue collar. No, not even that. We do bigger effing crimes. 
black yes, people. Crazy white people shoot up schools exactly. and drown kids. Exactly. We don't, we don't carjack and shoot random people at shopping malls. Exactly. And jump off buildings with their four year old. Black kids. people steal your wallet. We steal your freaking nest egg. <laughs> okay, there's a difference. Bernie Madoff wasn't Bernie Jackson. There's a difference. We do it on a grand scale. We do it on a grand scale. There is a difference between those crimes. So when you go out there and you fulfill the beliefs of racist douchebags by getting into fights over Air Jordans, then guess what? They're right and you're wrong. <clears throat> when you become the stereotype, when you start b breathing life into that stereotype, black people... World star. Oh, wait. That's the best part. If 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 uh, Maddie can find the last tweet from this gentleman <laughs> to me, the last tweet, he puts a link on the tweet, and he goes, see, look, two people that aren't white. And I'm watching the footage, right, and I'm watching it, and he's right. They're not white at all. Guess what? They're either light-skinned black people. Mulatto. Or Puerto Rican. Ooh. So basically, by putting that World Star, because it's from World Star, Hammy, by putting that up, you have made my point. And you don't even get that you're making my point, Jay Christmas. You don't get it. It's it's not it, they don't care. It, be, people who who are apologists for thuggish behavior, they don't care if uh, it, it, all they want to do is point out one video of. It, it, they want to point out <coughs> one video where it's where it's non it black on black crime and non black on black violence to apologize for the ninety other videos be, of that one. The 90 other videos of it's nothing but black on black thug crime. They want to apologize for it. All right, so now we're watching the uh, video in the studio. The video's up in the chat room. Go to morelikeradio.com. And he's absolutely right. They're not white. That was making my point. You just did it for me. These two gentlemen, one who I think, the guy in the red coat to me is a black dude. He doesn't look Puerto Rican. He looks like he's black. And he does hit him with a JBL punch. You got to watch this part. That guy's No, that dude is Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah. Right? Now watch. See, that dude looks like a light-skinned black dude. Because look at his hair. Yeah, yeah. He's he has nappy hair. hair. So wait. Now watch, watch this punch while the guy's not looking. Watch. <laughs> watch. Boom! Ooh. You got knocked the <laughs> fuck out. Absolutely. He's been playing that game. God, freaking head. Oh, the knockout game. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. K kick him while he's down. You're right. You're right. That's cool. Oh, I just got a headache. That was very wide at him. Look at it. Look at the the, the bitch in the, in the referee's uniform trying to like break them two up. Well, because it's outside of a Footlocker. Yeah. Oh, I just freaking hurt myself by coughing. Oh, what you got? Yellow fever? <laughs> no, I just coughed and hurt my freaking brain. Oh. He went on a plane to Africa. You got the AIDS. Yeah. You missed let me it. Guess, and let me guess. This fight started over a pair of Jordans. Part. That's what the fight's about. That's what he put up as the... Uh, no, no, not that one, stupid. Not that one, stupid. Danny's retarded. Cancel. Oh, that... 
Oh, you cheap shot motherfucker. Exactly. And that's exactly what he did. So basically what you're... That kind of guy stood right up too. Because he didn't really... He just clotheslined him. He doesn't punch him. He clotheslined him. But that's my point. You sit there and and, and you're offering back to me was... See, they're not they're not black. You're absolutely right. If I if I if I was carrying a gun on me and someone was trying to beat me up right there, I would just shoot him. Thank you for that. I don't understand what the hell that was even for. Man. It, it, it doesn't, dude. It, why are people? Oh, that would be no. very white of you, Hammy. Yeah. Uh, yes, very white of me to have a to have a defense mechanism if some thug was trying to beat me up. I could just for use a pair a of gun. Jordans. Remember to stand your ground, okay? Yep, stand my ground. Hammy Zimmerman. I it, it just it boggles my mind that we 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 have in this world such horseshit, such horseshit. Where you where if the guy actually read my tweet, it was not discrediting black people. If you go back to my original tweet. It's not discrediting black people. It's a plea to black people. Stop beating the shit out of each other over sneakers. Stop it. Little. It's not that hard. <laughs> Very wide of him. <laughs> yeah. Quit the quit the fat jokes, Danny. From Chris Gunn. By the way, uh, I think uh, Little Matt wants to fly over here and have sex with you. Cause no, Little Matt's actually doing his job, unlike other people on the show. He desires you. No. Yet again, not what it says. You're like, Joe, anything else you desire, Edward. Not, I desire he, you. He desires you. No, he it doesn't. It. That's he, not what it You've given him a chub. No, that is because someone actually did their job. You're not used to it. That's someone doing their job on this program. I host, you guys go fetch things to help us do the show. That's the job of a producer. You don't know that because you don't do that. I have one that sits at home and one that sits in the studio does shit. And one that doesn't even show up today. He doesn't. Well, actually, Billy shows up most of the time. Yeah. Not like Hammy. I I don't know. I I just find out how Twitter has become the benchmark of how you measure your pissiosity. Now, your level of piss, you know, pissed offness, be it my tweet, be it Steve Martin's tweet, be it this, uh, the AIDS tweet from that chick, it doesn't matter. It's all about them. It's not about even the tweet. It's all about them. And it becomes like this selfish pity me, look at me, I'm going to fight the bad guy now. That's what it becomes. And it's shocking. It's shocking that's, to me that's the way it is today. how in the hell we became such a pussified society where you can't even have a dialogue. Because we were in a country founded by crudes, <coughs> man. Didn't you watch Eurotrip? It's the, same, it's the same thing. You go other places throughout the world, and it's not like here. No, it's not. It's not like here. And, that, and that's the thing. We can't even have a dialogue anymore. You can't talk to each other. It's automatically, I'm a racist, Steve Martin's a racist. You hate gay people. The Duck Dynasty <laughs> guy is just the, the worst man in the world. Uh, Hammy's, well, Hammy is a racist. Um, what was on? Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't matter what you write anymore. It's automatically how they interpret it 
or how it's how it becomes, oh, here's going to be my thing that I'm going to fight against. I'm going to fight against your tweets. <laughs> now you got me coughing. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. It's but the, it's, the AIDS is, uh, it spreads. Like, it's just exactly what you said. It's the way people always are going to interpret it. It's all how it. they perceive it. And once one, one person perceives it as racist, then it's the racist. whole world jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah. And, that, like, you can't even have an opinion... You can't even have your own thought. Automatically, your it's... Your opinion turns to a fact. It, it's a fact. You could have them. Wait, Joe, you're not on, stupid. Oh, what? I said you could have them, you just can't say them. But, that, but that's that's not the world I want to live in. Uh, me too. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, and I, and I feel exactly Turn this. Turn the this. earth around. I don't want to live here. Kill me first. Then. Yeah. Go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta go to, gotta go to your own, uh, what's that, Tonga, that island there where yeah. you can say anything you want or something. From Crisco, the worst part is nobody has a sense of humor. Yeah, he's Everybody right. just, just looks for reasons to get pissed off and start a fight, and that's all, it's like, yeah. literally, everybody has the shortest, they just they should have just called Twitter short fuse. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, that actually reminds me. What now? Uh, last Saturday, I was finishing up some uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah. And treating myself to American Hustle at the Garnsey Plaza. No, there was no shooters there this time. Um, so Bad I'm walking joke. out the mall, and the mall is packed busy. It is it is ridiculously busy. I'm parked naturally in the very back of the parking lot, and as I'm walking to my car, I see three different fights break out over people adjusting their cars in parking spaces. Because, you know, when you snag a parking space, you're not perfectly even and you're not parked correctly. Now, sure. now, now, wait. That? White crime. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, uh, uh, I, I know I'm going to get called racist. But the, you the, the are! People, the people starting the fights weren't white people. It, it, it was... Ooh. Were they of What's, color, Hammy? Yes. Let me clean it up so you can not sound as racist as you are. I now look, man. This you is just what, what I see. Get some razor blades, and we show this bitch how we do it up in here. Yeah, yes. right. And so you guys oh, was a, a shut up, Joe. A, a, He's in the middle of a story. I didn't know he was sitting. Jesus Christ! I thought he was done. Yeah, shut what up. I saw it was a lovely gentleman with his wonderful lady parking his most likely brand new Camaro in the in the parking space, and I saw him back out because he didn't park correctly. So white people can't park cars, by the way. That's true. So, white crime. He he's backing out to and straightens it out. Next thing you know, there, there's a group of gentlemen in a lowered Civic beeping the horn at them, and the guy gets out of the car as I'm walking away, and and he's like, you know, what the insert ex many expletives here. Um, you, you why are you doing this, yo man? That that's messed up, man. Blah blah blah. And the guy's like, dude, I'm just adjusting my car. And next thing you know, the guy starts beating the shit out of the guy who was uh, adjusting his car. Because he answered back. Yep. It automatically should have been one-sided. It should have been, I said this, and that's it. Done. There is nothing, I, I, nothing Joe, that makes me stop breathing in the hate. mic. Okay. Jesus. There is nothing I'll, I'll that makes me breathing. hate. Thank you. In this country, more than watching people in mall shop shopping lots before Christmas, it is. It, it, it it's just a measuring step for 
just the the pure hatred that 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 I have for humanity. It's it's the season of giving, giving ass beatings. Dude, it's it's unbelievable. I hate Christmas. Little Matt wants to know were they all in low riders? Yeah, probably. No, no, the other one was in an Escalade. Oh, wow, big car. I saw I saw three different fights break out on my way to my car, and uh, one of them was was a low rider, and the other one were an Escalade. Well, wait to, to their defense. You walk very slow. I was going to say, yes, I do. Probably an hour. Yeah. And like, so they had time to fight in between. Yes. Just saying. So that means they're like yours. That'd be like if a fast person did it. Then you're like, wow, three fights? When you do it, it's like, oh, only three? Only three? I detest humanity, dude. I I just, I can't. (laughs) I always say, I am racist. I hate the human race. Well, I hate Christmas. I effing hate it. Well, that's part of the problem, you know. People are all tensed up with all this shopping and crowds and pushing and shoving. Well, and tough shit. You do it to yourself then. I don't absolutely. care. Sit on absolutely. your ass like I did. Every gift I bought this year online. Yeah, smart move. Mr. Brown, UPS man, delivered it right to my yeah. doorstep. Didn't have to go anywhere. You, sir, are a racist. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Brown, you're a racist. You know, how come shows like hardcore yeah. porn aren't called, called racist? That All they do is show black people in the worst light possible on that show. No, see, that's the problem right there, Joe. Yeah. They it's do the thing, it. Joe. You're wrong. You're they, absolutely wait, wrong. Shut up, Hammy. I'm, I'm good Hammy. Black people. Goodbye, Hammy. I can't freaking talk when everyone else talks over me. I know. All right, are you done talking now? I am. No, Hammy, are you oh. done? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, so I'm just trying to I'm trying to answer Joe and everybody's talking. All right. They do that to themselves. Yeah. When they get thrown out, they do it to themselves. Oh, no question about there it. There is no one else but they're showing it. To know? blame because that's reality. I, I, I I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with, with, with the content. I'm just, just say how come they don't get singled out for being racist on that show? Because that because the black people are doing it to themselves. Oh. They're not making. They're not going. Hey, you're that guy's black. Throw him out. But they're showing it. All right, Hammy. Now, what did you want to say? Since we all have to freaking wave flags around here, what did you want to say? Uh, I just want to say Joe is very wrong and very racist. Uh, those are the good folks of Detroit. They're proud. <laughs> what do you mean? Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> You're you racist for implying that every person that lives in Detroit is a savage animal. No, I said the show itself. Do you understand how show? poor people are in Detroit, Joseph? Be a little more sensitive. Well, yeah. Are you being facetious uh, or obtuse? I don't know. Did you just call him obtuse? I think so. Obtuk? I don't think he understands what I'm saying. What I'm, uh, Nobody to... understands what you're saying. All right, either. we got to go to break anyway, so everyone shut the hell up. Okay. 908-854-4228. It's the Ham Radio Show. We got so much more show to do. It's the uh, Christmas Eve special that we're doing. Everything's going on. We're all over the place. No one wants to freaking pay attention. Everyone, I can't freaking talk as much as I need to, and everyone else wants to talk more than they've ever talked in their life on this program. When we come back, we'll do some more talking, because it's the Ham Radio Show. Danny, do me the honor and push the button. We'll be right back after these words. Come on, Danny. This is Ham Radio. Gentlemen, Uncle Eddie. You may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. We'll be right back. If you're ready for pro wrestling like it's never been seen before, 
pro wrestling meant for an adult audience and pro wrestling where nobody says brother or tells you you can't see them, check out Combat Zone Wrestling, the most innovative, high-flying, hard-hitting, ultra-violent promotion on the planet today. Combat Zone Wrestling. Visit us at www.czwrestling.com. Hey man, when you need to look your finest, what do you do? Well, I grab my favorite t-shirt, of course. You know, I just knew you were going to say that, and I was going to ask, have you ever checked out T-Fury? I think so. That's the website with the new t-shirt every day, right? That's the one. At tfury.com, there's a brand new t-shirt design every day, and each one lasts for only 24 hours, then it's gone forever. So it's tea today, gone tomorrow? Exactly. That's a lot of t-shirts. Where do they all come from? Well, each design is submitted by a freelance artist, so no two are exactly alike. And the best part? All these tees feature nothing but nerd references. Whether it's movies, TV shows, video games, cartoons, comics, or culture, they're all awesome. And get this, each tee is just 11 bucks. Dude, it looks like I need to update my wardrobe. What's that website again? Just use tinyurl.com slash MLRTs. That's tinyurl.com slash MLRTEES. Each limited edition tee lasts for only 24 hours, so Get over there before time runs out. Check out today's T-Fury design right now at tinyurl.com slash MLRTs. Hey, you. Yes, you guessed 10,542,000. Change your username. And while you're in a more like radio live page listening to fine quality programming, notice the banner ad just slightly above the chat room. It's a link to something you want in Amazon. Click it. It's probably reminding you to order something you need from Amazon.com. Don't leave MLR and type the URL like a sucker. Just click the link and it'll open in a new window. This way you can buy your shit and continue listening to the show. Now, change your username. It's right there on the right, stupid. Missed the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show by going to morelikeradio.com and click on the downloads link. You can also listen to our entire archive of the Ham Radio Show by going to morelikeradio.org. That's morelikeradio.org. You can also listen to the Ham Radio Show on tonybatman.com, planetplatypus.com, talksuperstation.com, and stitcher.com, all part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. Of course, you can listen to us live every Tuesday morning from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on More Like Radio. This is Ham Radio. Be part of the problem, not part of the solution. Join the conversation by using the hashtag Ham Radio Show. Follow us, follow us, too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Anywhere. Coming up next is OSW Review, followed by Antisocial Gamer Radio, then Aquahol by Volume from 6 to 8, followed by Unsigned Hype, and in closing out your night is Dutch and Royce from 10 to 12, right here on More Like Radio. As hey, Jim Brewer, I'm gnawing on some ham with Uncle Eddie. Stick that in your snap box, see what comes out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Joel, WFAG, coming at you right now with a little piano man 
Good morning. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. A regular crowd shuffles in. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. This one goes out to Hammy because he loves it so much. How do you hate the song? Hammy, how do you hate the song? Now he doesn't want to talk. No, I am talking. I, it's just it, it messed up the sound when I talk and you're playing something. Oh, so then, then let us just listen to the song and wait for you oh. because you suck and this song is awesome. By the way, Billy Joel will be playing on uh, New Year's Stroke and Eve. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Brian Seacrest. Live from uh, Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. This uh, New Year's, December 31st. Which is weird because it's freaking next week. And Billy Joel want to point out Hammy there man hasn't uh, produced an album in like over a decade and he still sells out arenas he is now the uh, main act he's uh, taking up residency at Madison Square Garden and we'll be doing multiple like uh, you know like those Vegas shows yeah the garden's trying to <coughs> he's going to be doing that and uh Pretty much, he, every show is a sellout. There, is, there hasn't been one where they're like, ah, oh, we need to get rid of some of these tickets. No, that's what I'm saying. You know you're good. I mean, Joe, when was the last time Billy Joel put on a new album? You're right. It's about 10 years ago. Uh, it, it, it was a good album. I mean, he's always puts out a good album. But he, he's not in his productive stages anymore. He, he's done enough to lay back on his laurels. He has a string of hit records. I mean, he, like Eddie says, he can sell out a concert anytime he well, wants. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know you're good when you haven't produced the record. And you can sell out an, an hour. hour. Oh, I, I believe me. I am not downing Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. I just hate that song. But why? Well, I, I, I have to agree with okay. Hammy. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm asking Hammy a question. See how this works? Watch. Hammy, Why? That doesn't okay. mean Joe answers. It means Hammy answers. Have you ever okay. liked a song but then heard it so many times on the radio and other forms of media and entertainment that it's so overplayed you just hate it now? Absolutely. Okay, so now Joe can answer. See? Oh, okay, I just lost my head from it. Yeah, see, because you're not paying attention. No, no, what I was... He lost his headphones. He can't, no. <laughs> he, can't, he can't talk into a microphone and do the show. No, uh, what I was trying to say is... Uh, um, Billy Joel, this is early Billy Joel. It's very different from what he's do- done in the not only the recent past but in the past past. This is his very first song, very first album, Piano Man. And if no, you listen not. to this, yes, it is. Piano Man's his first album. No, it wasn't. 52nd Street was his first album. No, Piano Man. Check it. It's his first hit record. Check it out. It's not his first hit record. Go to 52nd Street and get me the, get me the actual discography on that. 
Yeah, uh, you, Matt already beat you to it. It's right in the chat room. Cool. No, no, but the first Fifty Second Street is not is the first album, not friggin' Piano Man. That's not what he's he. Wait, turn off Piano Man. Oh, for a no, second, Eddie. I, I know what you're saying. You're right, you're right about that. It, yeah, it, so uh, it's not it's, it's not his no, first it's his hit fir- either. It, no, his first hit. What's his first hit? His first hit is not Piano Man though. I'm pretty goddamn sure it's not. No, that's his, he's known his, as the Piano Man, but it's not his first hit, Joe. It's his first major hit, you know, uh, uh, charting Billboard number one record. I, 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 I will put. You want to put yeah. a dollar on it? Yeah, sure. I'll put a dollar. It's not. Nine zero eight eight five four four two two eight. It's Piano they have. Joe, Piano shut up. Seventy three. Holy shit! It's. No, I'm trying to do the fucking call so it, people can call in, Joe. Uh, Shut up for a second. Take, take your aspens and keep your ass, ass quiet. You're really carrying on a little too much today. Joe, you're You've not. You've got a headache? Don't take it out on everybody Joe, else. Joe, I'm not, but you're not letting me finish my thought. You're not letting anybody finish their thought. Not just me, not Joe, just Danny, not this Hammy. Joe, I'm trying to get the phone number out of the show. Yeah, I'll give you a phone number. Yeah, of course. Now, now it's Angry Joe now. That's right. When you're it's an asshole, you're an asshole. Yeah, I'm an asshole now because I'm trying to do the number of the, I'm trying to do the show, Joe, that we do every time. Can I do the number? Is that okay with you now? All right, children. No, I'm asking Joe let's, now because I'm I'm, cool I'm, 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 I'm I'm an let's asshole. Cool down. Isn't the number 1-800-MIX-A-LOT? Yeah, can I do that? 908-854-4228. Joe's going to blame me because my head hurts and I'm yelling because I'm yelling because no one's going to let me You're talk. You're yelling at everybody. No, Joe, I'm Don't yelling. Don't you think there's a pattern here? Joe, I'm yelling at you because you won't stop in between me you trying to get a phone. You just yelled at Hammy. You just yelled at <coughs> Danny. You just All right, yelled Joe, at everybody. Joe, you, you have a headache? Take it easy. Joe, host Don't the show. Joe, host everybody. the show. Host the show. I'll sit here. I host nothing. There's going to be dead Dan, end now. Dan, Fuck Dan, you. Dan, host the show. I'll drink my water. Danny, you got the show. It's all you. I Dan. got the show. Dan. Well, uh, producer Matt, I was putting it up there. Piano Man is the first single released by Billy Joel. It was released on November 2nd. 1973 and has been on several albums. Billy Joel's first major hit and his signature song, the song uh, peaked at number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in April 1974. Okay, so not the number one song where Joe was yelling at me. Not number one, but I because I told Joe he was wrong and yelled at. Because we were having a dialogue between the two of us. Not the number one song. What was Billy Joel's first number one song, please? That was really the question. According to Wikipedia, it says his first hit song was Piano uh, Man. Yes, but not his, it wasn't the number one song. Hold on, I'm looking I'm it up. I'm looking it up now on Wiki. Because now Joe doesn't want to talk. Because now it's Joe's on Wiki. Angry. Uh, Billy Joel, three number one hits. Uh, Still rock and roll to me. Tell her about it. We didn't start the fire. All right. Piano Man peaked at number 25. (coughs) That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a number one song, which is all I said. And peaking at number three was River of Dreams, Uptown Girl, which was twice at number three. Just the way you are in my life. And what was on 52nd Street? 52nd Street becomes his first number one album in 1978. That's all I said. Which is what I said. Glass Houses reaches number one in the Billboard album charts in 1980. Remains there for six weeks. It's still rock and roll to me. Becomes his first number one single. I'm sorry I yelled at everyone. Followed by Tell Her About It. And we start the fire. Exactly. Now, Joe, are you still doing the show? Can I talk to you or no? 
Is he doing? I can't see him over your head. He's not talking. He's I'm, not talking? I'm not. I'm not saying a fucking word because if I I'm say a fucking word, it's going to get really bad. Dude, I'm not fighting with you at all. I don't know why you're well, the only leave me one. The fuck out of it. You don't the, even don't even dress me for the rest just, of the day. Hold on, no, no, Danny, no, you no. shut up for a minute because I'm not fighting with Joe. I'm pointing out I'm not fighting with Joe. You're a disrespectful son of a bitch. No, I'm not. You, 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 you no, humiliate people on the air, and it's not a nice thing to do. You're not a nice person. Why did I do now? What did I do to? How am I not a nice person? I'm seriously asking Joe. I'm, I'm trying you, to. You know, you feel that anybody that puts the word in edgewise is talking over you. They're not. They're just trying to carry on a conversation. People are trying to get their point across, just like you. Yes, but you know, I don't give a fuck that you think you're you're Mr. Radio. That's just your <sighs> opinion, pal. I'm not disagreeing with you, Joe. I'm just asking you a question. Just asking you a question. Having a, trying to have a conversation with you. That's all I'm trying to do right now. That's all I'm trying to do. Producer Matt's asking Joe to stop it. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be rude. I was just Eat Joe, me. divide and conquer. <coughs> I'm just, I'm, hey. I'm sorry. You want to move on? Yes. Can we move on? Please. Because that way Danny move. feels like he's right. I'm just moving on. We, we already talked about Billy Joel. Let's go in that chat room. Santa brought technical glitch to the reckoning. I know. <laughs> For Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas, guys. Come on. I, I, I'm not fighting with him. It's Christmas. I'm not fighting with Joe. Joe is the only one that seems upset more than I am. I'm not upset. I already said I was sorry if I pissed him off. Hammy, I'm sorry I yelled at you. I'm being serious. I'm sorry. What's up, Beef Jackie? <clears throat> I'm not, I have a headache, that is absolutely true, but I'm not taking it out on anyone. I'm not. I just, when we have a conversation and everyone talks at once, it does hurt the show because the show sounds like duty. This is Sparta. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And now Joe is mad at me, and I'm sorry that Joe is mad at me, and I'm sorry that Joe is mad on Christmas Eve. I don't mean Joe to be, I don't mean to be rude. If Joe thought I was being rude, I'm sorry. I'm Thank apologizing. Thank you, producer Matt. In summary, Billy Joel has killed the ham radio show. Absolutely. Thank you. And I'm being serious. Even though Joe thinks I'm effing around, I can see it in Joe's face. He thinks I'm being a dick. I'm not. I'm being dead serious, Joe. I'm not fighting with you on Christmas Eve. And I am sorry if you think I was being a dick. Joe. You say you're sorry too I'm many fucking times. You're always sorry after the fact, but you're still fucking rude. I didn't say I wasn't rude. Well, don't be rude to me. I'll try not to be, sir. I'm sorry. But can you not be rude to me back? Or Can we have an agreement on that? You get what you give, Eddie. Can we? You give it, you're going to get it right the fuck back. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm agreeing with you. He plays the violin. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Hammy singing. I'm just. I'm just. That's all I'm asking, Joe. I'm not trying I to be dick. Freaking thing is broken. Yeah. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. We're done. I'm happy. You're happy. It's Christmas Eve. We'll just move the fuck on. That's all I'm saying. And I. All I was saying was Billy Joel did not only have Piano Man. What were the songs that were on 52nd Street was my question before. And I, mi I missed that part of that because we were in a thing. There you go. See, look. Look at the, the chat room, Joe. That's for me. Even though it's for Matt. That's for me. 
Hammy's Hammy's probably creaming in his pants with the cute kitty. It's picture. a cute kitty. It's Puss in Boots. Uh, big shot, honesty, my life. Uh, Rosa, Rosalina, half a mile away, under the uh, until the night. And how did how did Big Shot do? Because I know Big Shot's a big ass song for him. Uh, let's see the. Uh, now there's gonna be nothing but I'm sorry is going in the chat room. By the way, it was it it was peaking at number three. It would become his second top twenty hit of 1979, peaking at number fourteen. All right, so it's even higher than Piano Man. Yes. All right. So. All right. Let's take a break. And, and We're taking a break already? Yes. Really? We're at a break already? Yes. Are you just making that up? Or are we actually at a break? No, it's time because we went late the last time. So now we'll get back on. All right. Let's everybody. You two. Cool I'm fine. Dude, I am totally. Dude, I'm totally. Joe, look at me. Just. Wait, move your head, Danny. Stop trying to be a, a, a guy interrupting me. Talk to Joe. Move your head. Doesn't mean go towards the thing. Joe, look up for a second. So I'm I can look here, at I'm you. here. No, no, but I want to look at you. I'm I want to look at you. I'm headphone. All right. But see, I think that's also why Joe's man, because his headphones are fucked up. And he, he gets angry because he can't hear the show. And he gets angry. Joe. Believe me, I hear every fucking thing. What did you hear? Did you hear, did you hear me tell me I, I love you and I'm sorry? Yeah, all right. I do. We're going to hug during the break. I don't give a shit what you You, you, you could just say you're sorry so many times, but it don't fucking mean anything. You're still going to do the same fucking thing. I'm not. I'm going to let you in the new year, in 2014, because we're not on next week. And that's the New Year's episode. And then we go into the new year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change. I'm going to let that happen. I'm going to let change happen, and I'm going to keep calm, and I'm going to hug it out like, like they're saying. That's exactly what's going to happen. During the break, that's what's going to happen. Obama. I am not going to I'm not going to allow this to screw up this show or Christmas Eve or Australia or Hammy's racism or anything else. I'm not going to allow that. And then we're going to go to break now. I'm going to hug Joe and he's probably going to punch me in the testicles. And that's pretty much going to be my gift. And then we're going to move on to the rest of the show. Deal, everybody? Hammy, deal? If he punches you in the nuts, deal. All right. I'll let him punch. If he wants to punch me in the nuts, I'll let him punch me in the nuts. Rochambeau. No, he's going to kick me in the nuts. Yeah, I think that will be better. Joe, do you want to kick or punch me in the nuts? I don't want to touch you right now. Stay away from me for the next couple of hours. For the whole show? I still want to hug you. It's the Ham Radio Show. 908-854-4228. We will uh, come back after, uh, wait, 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 producer Merritt, we want second Mike Jill. I don't even know what that means. We'll find that out, whatever that means. Anyone listening to this special has no clue what the hell's going on. Neither do I. We'll regroup, we'll come back, we'll figure out what's going on. It's the Ham Radio Show right here, morelikeradio.com, where Ham Radio has more fights pound for pound than any other show on any other network. We're not proud of it. It's just a fact. It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words, Danny. There you go. This is Ham Radio. I- I'm sorry. I really am. Sorry? You dumb fat chickaboo! Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, shit. 
20 billion people were offended by this. Don't go anywhere. More insanity to follow. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DEAL48 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code DEAL48 at adamandeve.com. Missed the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode of the Ham Radio Show by going to morelikeradio.com and click on the downloads link. You can also listen to our entire archive of the Ham Radio Show by going to morelikeradio.org. That's morelikeradio.org. You can also listen to the Ham Radio Show on tonybatman.com, planetplatypus.com, talksuperstation.com, and stitcher.com, all part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. Of course, you can listen to us live every Tuesday morning from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on More Like Radio. What are you waiting for? It's time to experience pure bliss and the only truly healthy libido enhancer on the market. Raw Nation's Hot Rocks. Hot Rocks. Hot so what does it do? It intensifies sexual performance, makes men feel more confident, women feel more sexy, it intensifies your sex life. Hot Rocks were designed to be a vitamin for your sex drive. It's a superfood injected aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. It's an overall vitality pill. It just makes you feel amazing. This is the only product on the market that's for men and women both. There's there's nothing bad in it. It's all organic and it's made right here in the USA. If you already have a strong sex drive, that's great. But what Hot Rocks does is it's going to help you maintain that sex drive and keep it from slipping away, which is a problem that's far too common nowadays. Call 1-855-RAW-LIFE. That's 1-855-RAW-LIFE to order Hot Rocks or get it online at hotrocks.com. H-O-T-R-A-W-K-S.com. Life is better on Hot Rocks. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next is OSW Review, followed by Antisocial Gamer Radio. Then Aqua Hole by Volume from 6 to 8, followed by Unsigned Hype. And in closing out your night is Dutch and Royce from 10 to 12, right here on More Like Radio. This is this is going to make you you, you want to vomit. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Let me see. Do we, uh, let me move on here. Okay. Can I turn this off? Is there a button? No. That's pitiful. It's driving me crazy. It's on. It's going to be war. Oh, my God. What happened to our show? It got hijacked by craziness. Simply Explosive Talk Radio. No, this is some crazy stuff. TalkSuperStation.com. Hi, this is Jackie Martland. I don't really care about this show or Ham Radio or Uncle Eddie. This is just to tell all you girls out there I have a huge cock. You would not believe the size of it. It is a big, big cock. Uh, Women that are used to big cocks, look at my cock and go, (laughs) 
Now that is a big, big cock. So I just would like to say, if you'd like to email me at jokeland at AOL.com, I will send you pictures of it. I will send you the sound of it banging against the porcelain, which is what I have to do after I urinate. This is Uncle Eddie's Ham Radio. I'm Jackie the Joke Man Marling. Thank you for listening. It's the Ham Radio Show, 908-854-4228. Part of the Unfiltered Radio Network, the uncrowned kings of reality radio. Producer Matt in the uh, chat room is mad me and Joe didn't hug it out. I asked Joe, Joe didn't want to touch me. It's Christmas Eve, man. It's the Ham Radio Show, man. We may be angry at each other, but we're family, and that's what happens. We get angry at each other. But we get past it, Danny. You know why? Because it's Christmas Eve, man. I hate Christmas. But it is the silly season. It's what happens. Kangaroo balls are what's going on right now in the chat room. Go to morelikeradio.com. Click on the live button. Be a part of the chat room where you can see some kangaroo balls. And be a part of the madness. That's what's going on there. Last week on the show was our uh, white trash Christmas, Danny. Yes. And for some odd reason... Hammy, you there? I am here. All right. Joe, are you there? Yep. I can see him. I'm here. There you go. You, you can be mad at me. I just I would like you to do the show and say hi to the people. They love you. The people, the chat room is begging for you. They love you. The uh, kangaroo balls are up. I'm in the chat room. Last week was the White George Christmas. For some odd reason, I didn't play. I played the 12 Days of Ham Radio. But I didn't play White Trash Christmas. I don't know why. Shame, shame, shame. So, I'm going to... worse than Hammy leaving his, his White Trash gifts here. Hammy left his butt brush, his slippers. What else did you get, Hammy? I, it, dude, I don't even remember. See, you don't even care. That's the problem. I, no, I really don't remember. Short-term memory. You got two butt, uh, butt brushes. Two butt brushes. Slippers, pair of slippers. Slippers that didn't fit. And what else did he get? Did he get cash? I know he got cash. No, he got... Uh, what, did, uh, what did Billy give him? I don't even remember. Joe, is this bag still flowing around over here? Yeah. Do you remember what Hammy got? What was the uh, the Billy gift? Slippers. No, I gave him slippers. slippers. I gave him a butt brush. You gave him a butt brush. What did Billy get him? This is riveting radio. No one remembers anything on this show. I can't remember anything that Hammy got except for the butt brushes. Because that that was a useful gift. It was a very useful gift. I don't know what's going on. 
But uh, last week was our white trash Christmas. And for some odd reason, I didn't play this. Well, end of the year has gone by. And here we are in the bunker doing the same show we've been doing for the last 10 years. Enjoying every minute of it, so we're not going to stop. So, we'd just like to say thank you to all the people at More Like. Because uh, no matter what we say, we really do like the Morlocks. They're pretty good people. Crisco and uh, Sully and all the other guys that support the show. So anyway, just keep on listening. We love you. I'm dreaming of a white trash Christmas. Just like on ham radio Smoking marijuana In my pajamas And peeing my name in the snow I'm dreaming of a white trash Christmas With all the stupid gifts I buy Then a brush for Hammy to clean his fanny and cups for Danny to whack off in. Now Billy is able to bring something to the table. So we'll give him a book of jokes. Who does it all? Uncle Eddie is the best one of all. That's when Joe loved me. I was the, I was the best one of them all, Joe. You want to hold me? I'll hold you. I want to give you a hug, but you won't let me give you a hug. I, I'm not fighting with you on Christmas Eve. I love you, buddy. That was last week. That was last week. That's you when you gave a shit about me. You might give him the AIDS if you hug him. I don't have AIDS. I just have HIV. All right? I don't have the AIDS. I have the I have the HIV. Hammy, you by the way from uh, Billy, we figured it out. Joe opened your bag. You got uh, Goo Gone. That's right. Okay, okay. Because you got, uh, you're a germaphobe. So you got you got goo gone, two butt blo- uh, two butt plugs, two uh, butt brushes, and a partridge in a pantry, and a pair of slippers that you didn't take home because you're an insensitive fit. prick. And there you go. They didn't fit. That's why he didn't take them home. So the Hulk smash. Joe, by the way, that's you in the chat room supposedly. I know. Being the Hulk, are you now really in the chat room? By the way, called Angry Joe. That's right. You wanted a nickname. Joe was bitching to me the other day that he wants a nickname on this show. 
And I'm like, you got drapes. You got Joe Tunes there. You got all these things. And he goes, no, I want a nickname. And I'm like, all right, well, now I guess you're Angry Joe. And you gave it to yourself. Now you're Angry Joe. No one else named you Angry Joe. You named yourself Angry Joe. I'm Angry Joe just today. Just today? That's right. Is it only major holidays or... No, it's, it's it's only when you're a prick. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess you're angry a lot. So I guess if you're going to be angry Joe the whole time, I'm just going to be a prick. I guess that's how it works. It's yin without the yang, Joe. Yin without the, I think you should... It's up without the down. I think you should concede and... and <coughs> I'm conceded. I, I am conceded. And... and oh, what? And you should just automatically make up for it, no matter which one of you loses the football picks and punishment. I think you should just automatically kiss Hammy's ass. Joe, how about that? How about that? Listen, listen. Let me just let me let me let me open it up to you. Yeah. To make it up to you, even if we tie, even if I beat you by one game, Ooh. I will kiss Hammy's ass. Both cheeks. Both cheeks. Okay. Just to make it up, I will literally get in there and I'll do. Uh, how about a full minute, a sixty-second kiss? How about a lick? Where do you want me to look? I'm not licking his hole. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't want to get hepatitis D. I, 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 I don't like you, but not that much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like you either. You should have to tongue his hole while I kiss him. Okay. That's. I, I go for that. Hammy. Yes. All right, are we all in agreement now? I made up with Joe. Even if I lose, even if I win, I lose. So you're going to kiss my... Only when, if it comes down to me and Joe, because what's the standings, Danny? You have the standings it, it, over there. It, it's already, that's it. No, we... Uh, it's we, over. No, we still got another week. Well, still, but you said well, you, Chris Esposito just sent me the the new yeah. games. You just said even even if I lose by one or two. Yeah, but what we're saying is, so it, I, it, I it become, yeah, but someone else can beat us, Joe. Is what I'm saying. Who can beat us? I. It was a three way dance. It was Billy still in there. Uh no uh no you know uh, Billy's out because Billy got seven. I have nine, so there's no way Billy can get. Uh, actually, yeah, no, no, Billy Stalini, because you and Joe are tied at six. Thank you. That's and what I'm Billy. saying. There's still a chance that Billy could, could be, lose. It could be a three-way dance. If Billy loses again. <laughs> it's still a three-way dance. And if, if Billy loses again and the two of you win, it's a three-way dance. Yes. And then if what happens, though, Joe, is if, if even if we tie or if I beat you, just to cheer you the hell up, so you stop. No, you, you said uh, under well, no circumstances will I have to kiss anybody. No, no, I'm saying I will. That the, the, Joe, basically, I'm I'm setting that up for you. Pay attention. Okay. I'm saying to you yes. that if even if I beat you, I have to do it. Even if we tie, I have to do it. You have to do it. I'm gonna do it for you. Okay. Hammy, are you okay with me doing a 60 second kiss on your ass? Oh, I am so going to have Mexican the night before. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we don can we don a uh, 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 <coughs> lipstick on you? Uh, can you put on lipstick? So I'll do have, it. So we have, like, the lipstick mark Ooh. on Hammy's ass cheek. That's fine. And then get to the, prove that they, my, my the mouth lips, was on yeah, his ass. Yes. That's fine. Joe, can we borrow some of uh, Tony Clifton's lipstick? Ab- absolutely. Just tell, don't tell her where it's going to end up. No. Because she's not going to let me use it. No. no, she wouldn't let you put it on your lips, that's for sure. So somebody somebody has to do makeup on me. They got to put the lipstick on me. Because I don't know if I can do it myself and get it even enough. I want to look sexy when I do this. 
Then someone has to do. Then someone has to take the picture. So I need a picture person. I need makeup. I need someone to do the camera. I need Hammy's ass. And Hammy, you got to bring the money. Why has he got to bring the money? Because the money was supposed to be fanned out. We have the money in it. No, he took the money last week. Oh, he took it? Because he won. There is no no way anyone else can win. I I think he spent it already. He probably did. Nope. You got to bring the cash. You got to bring the cash just for for a pitcher. I'll get some play money. I might not have all the cash. (laughs) (laughs) I might have spent it on pizza. (laughs) I spent it on pizza. Uh, my kitty cats have vet bills, so. Wow. Oh. Well, they got worms. No. They, What's wrong they, with your cats? No, they're just they just suck. I know they suck. Normally they suck you. My my one kitty cat has a broken pelvis from when she was a kitten, and that prevents her now from taking a, a dump. So we have to keep buying kitty X lax. So she can dump, and that's very expensive. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on. Why don't you just give a human X-Sax? Just cut the dosage down. Because it's chocolate, ain't it? Yes, because that makes complete sense. Who has it? Who, who has it? No, a- it works. I, I, we, we, I, my, I, I don't. I'm not going to talk about cat stuff, but my dog once had a problem like that, and uh, she told us. Is your take- dog dead? Yeah. Yeah, shocking. But no, the, the vet told us, you know, you just use like, you used to use like, like the scrapings of it, you know, of egg slacks of chocolate, uh, you know, in a very uh, small thing. Dogs can't eat chocolate, you know? It wasn't chocolate. It was, it was, it was uh, what is that, like a milk of magnesia shit, you know? Okay. Like that. Well, I, just, can we backtrack? Who has a cat that can't poo besides Hammy? How did the cat break its pelvis? Uh, when it was a kitten, it, well, it, all my cats were adopted strays, so. Um, okay. And when my one cat was a kitten, uh, either she got into a, a fight with another animal or the uh, a kid kicked her or she got ran over with a car. Either way, um, her right pelvis bone is uh, bent in a little bit and is squeezing her colon and uh, she can't take a dump. And... So, so, so no matter we, what, so, so no matter what you feed the cat, the cat can't shit. Right. So we had to bring it to a vet once and spent seven hundred dollars on cool. enemas and laxatives to help cleanse her her colon, and now we had to keep spending two hundred dollars a month on kitty shitty medicine uh, to help her poop and. Yeah. That's too much work. I, that's I that's way too much money on a stray cat. Well, you know, there are other ways to do it. Uh, you can... You can uh, you Beat can, her against a rock? Well, that's true. You can take a thermometer and, and stick it up her poop to, to loosen the poop up. It's, it's, a, it, it's another method. Uh, uh, I've had this problem with dogs. That's why I know. Uh, well, you're pinky. Well, you, you don't want to do that. A, but like a thermometer, you know, like a, you know, a rectal thermometer. You, you grease s- up your pinky. You you s- get there. Yeah, you grease it up. It's true. You grease it up and, and you stick it up the poop. Of course, the, the dog doesn't really care for that. No. <laughs> but it works. It makes the poop. I'm trying to understand, though, Hammy. Why would you spend so much money on, like... You that's, love the that's, animal. Come you, on. If you're going to adapt the cat, man, adopt one that's fully functional. Adapt one that works. Be, well, when we found the the cat, it was it was hanging out outside my wife's grandmother's house. Oh. It was cold. It was snowy, and all the cat had to eat was bugs that she found out of the house. When we brought her in, she was shivering, cold, and immediately just curled up in a ball. Oh, poor and baby. So we're like, okay, we're we're taking her home. 
No, if you got a heart, you, you know, you and, know and the fact an that I love animals more than people. Yeah, you're a sociopath. Everybody knows that. That is true. I'm not going to dispute that yeah. with you. I hate people, so that uh, <laughs> I would, I would, I would. If I were to go broke, spending my money on taking care of animals, so be it. Because I'm trying to understand that. Like, really, I, I am. I despise people. So what you're saying? I is despise people too, but I don't understand that spending seven hundred dollars on a broken kitty. Yeah, no, it, it's that's the way that my 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 daughter has had she passed away a hamster. Yeah. Uh, 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 not a hamster. A, uh, yeah, hamster. That's the, the big rat. And, and uh, you know, she spent, like, like a fortune keeping this thing healthy. Uh, when, you know, I used to tell her, I said, honey, this is a disposable pet. I mean, pretty much, you know, when they go, they go. You don't try to save them, you know. And But, you know, I, I do understand, you know, you love the animal. You, 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 you try to, you know, it's part of your family after a while. Yeah, but still, $700? Yeah. And that was only one thing. Yeah. What, how, much, how much do you think that you've spent in total on this cat? Oh, of all my cats. No, um, no, no, no! Not all your cats. Just this one broken cat. At least. Just the one. At least nine hundred. No, over. Um, at, at least thirteen hundred now. Oh my god! Because we got her fixed too. Yeah. Oh my god! I can see uh, get. I can see getting her fixed. And you then don't my other cat of had a. My other cat had a really bad bladder infection and had stones in her bladder. So that was another four hundred dollars at the vet. Why don't you get any animal that works? <laughs> Why are all your cats like just impatience? Well, I've had I've had these cats for uh, at least three years now, and this is the first. How long has Billy had his cat? A long time. And there's been long. nothing wrong with the damn cat. Yeah. Your cats have AIDS. Their pelvis don't work. They can't shit. Uh, what 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 are, what's other things wrong with your cats? Um, uh, well, well, my my one cat Charlie just just eats a lot, so he he. Well, look who his master is. So my one cat Charlie's fine. He's just fat and eats everything. Um, Lola's the oldest, and she has the bad bladder, but uh, antibiotics Holy she's shit. fine now. And then Bell's is the one with with the broken pelvis. Dude, I, I love animals, too, but the moment that they, like, it's like when you buy a goldfish, right? And you get the goldfish. No, you, know, you, didn't, you didn't pay for the goldfish. You go to, like, some county fair, and you throw the ring, and you get the goldfish, right? You don't pay to get the goldfish fixed. You mean, like, you literally go get a new goldfish. Well, that's what an asshole does. No, I want to. I'm an asshole with money. You flush the fish down the toilet. Yeah, flush the yeah. cat down the toilet. This thing is broken. I don't want it. No, I, I I take care of my animals. Dude, I take care of my animals too. I would never like. It's different if like this Tammy's cat. They can't shit. By the way, in the chat room. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Man, I, random guest. Like I don't understand how that. Like I couldn't even fathom spending that much on a freaking animal. There's not a guarantee. Now, you spend this money. Where's the guarantee this cat doesn't die? Uh, the follow-up appointments uh, show that their health is improving, <sighs> and they are healthy. Is she going to be able to shit without X-Lax for the rest of her life or no? No, we have to give her the X-Lax for the rest of her life. Holy crap. Oh, God. 
that, that would that's like way too much work. That's insane. So that, that's, that's about that's way too much work. That's about a hundred dollars a month now for these kitty X lax medicine. Yeah, but but the, but the vet said they're going to give us a, uh, a a cheaper deal on it because we have to do it for the rest of our life instead of just temporary. So they're going to give us you know like maybe forty percent off. They said why? Because they know they got you. They got you hooked. Absolutely. And well, they know that the cat needs the the medicine for the rest of their lives. And what vet what vet office doesn't like animals? So. They're going to give us a my vet office, so, so we can afford to take care of our cat. The uncle, the uncle Eddie vet office. The moment that your cat has, or animal has something wrong with it, we go, ah, it died, and no. then we and then we off it. Did you ever see that? Oh, yes. Uh, Oxtail sixty nine. All cats die. Yes, no. Very true. No. It's, it, it, but it, do you want? Am I the only one that sees this though? You're putting in money. Into an animal, right? Right. That there is absolutely, positively, no chance that this cat's going to have a rich and fulfilling life. Because it can't shit by itself, Annie. It cuddles <coughs> with me every day. It's so happy. Yes, but dude, it won't. But my point is this. like You, you just said you like that better than humans. The moment that you improved... Have a kid. That cat is dead. Do you uh, understand uh, that? Most likely, but we are. I don't plan on having kids, at least for the next three to four years. So maybe right. the cat will drop dead by then. Hammy, hold on, I got a phone call. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's this? Yellow, who's this? It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's this? Stupid. No, it's somebody else calling. I'm, I'm picking up and ain't picking up. There we go. It's the Ham Radio Show. Yellow. I see it. It's coming up. I don't want to give your phone number on the air, but it's. I'm picking you up. Did you hit the pretty green one? I'm, yeah, see, look. Ding. I'm picking it up. Did you? It's put. It, I, I'm not on hold. That caller's on. All right, hold on. Nope. No, it's just not working, Hammy. Whoever the hell's trying to call ain't working. Sorry. Sorry. If you want, log out of. If you want, <coughs> no, I'm, Skype, hey. and I'll handle the Skype. What do you mean? Because you can't have multiple callers on at once. I can because you have an older Mac. Does it? So, like, if I hang up on you, they can actually call. They'll call the same number. Yeah. If you sign out of Skype on your end, I'll log into that account on my end, and I'll handle the Skype. I'll just say, "Hey, we got a caller." Do I like that? I guess I like that. Let's let's let's. So, hey, we can take callers then. Why don't we wait to see if we have another caller, and then we'll do that. All right. Because really, right now, it's just you. It's just you and your non-shitting cat. Damn, read that. Cat, read the chat room. Cats don't fetch. Right. First off, Oxtail69 says. Yes. Oxtail69 says, cats don't fetch. They don't go out of house. They only see you when, uh, when they want attention. They piss on your clothes when they're in a bad mood. Really, what is the use in a fucking cat? Get a real pet like a dog. I man. agree. Dogs rule. Cats suck. That's the truth. Okay, that is the, he may I, have I, a totally point Totally true. He might have a point there. Cats are evil. <laughs> cats are only, evil. Okay, only my one cat's an asshole that pisses on everything. Um, but no, the, the, I what? was pissing on everything because she had an infected bladder. Now she uses a litter box just fine. Do you have any cats that don't have anything wrong with them? 
Charlie. What's wrong? Charlie's 100% fine? Yeah, he's fine. He's just Then lose fat. all the other cats and keep Charlie. No. Dude, you have no money. You're poor, and these cats are making you poorer. But I love them. Does it matter? Do you understand? It's just... If Dude, you're I, in an abusive relationship of, with your cats. If I got rid of any of my cats, I would cry for almost two days. <laughs> what's it like? What's it like for Prue to be married to a gay guy? What's it like? She would cry for a month. Oh my god, I can't These even. These are our little children right now. Dude, we, we, I can't it, even fathom your your level of insanity right bust now. Bust a nut and get some real children. <clears throat> yeah, make some kids, man. Make some humans. Cats, my cats will die in like six years. Children, are will, you kidding me? Your cats have everything wrong with them. They're gonna die now. What are you talking about? Six years? No. Your cats are horrible. Billy's cat's going on like ten years, man. And he has nothing sick. wrong with him. That cat is durable. That cat made it through a flood. Yes. That cat. Did. That cat. That cat literally was almost drowned and got up and figured out it, how to get away from it. It took it took a couple hours for me to find the damn thing when yeah. I got into the apartment. Producer Matt, by the way, Charlie's dead. Best brain stew bit ever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I should fill you uh, fill the listeners in. Okay. Um, so a couple of years ago, I had a party and Charlie ran out of the house. And then naturally, of course, the douchebags I co-host my show with and the listeners... Um, noticed I was very upset about my cat running away because it. my one friend left the door open. Were you sad or were you Joe upset? Were you angry Joe or were you just uh, sad? I, it was the first time and I think only time in the show's history where the, my co-hosts and the listeners got me to cry on the air. You cried on the air? Yes, because they were all posting photos of dead cats in the chat room. And, of course, the one asshole couldn't stop playing the, the Incredible Hulk song, the sad walking away music. Yeah, we have that. And uh, so, yeah, my cat ran away, but but it came back like two weeks later. I just I can't get, I, I really cannot get over later. the fact of what we of what Hammy's like like I don't I don't understand the level of insanity. Like I don't get me wrong, like I I love animals just like the next person, but I don't treat them as equals. Is that me? Like, am I am I bad there, Danny? I don't treat them as equals. Like, I don't like Jack. My my the one eye Jack, who I who's famous on this show, has one eyeball. One eyeball. That's why his name is One Eye Jack. He's Big White Bitch's dog. I know Jack since he was a fetus. Okay, that dog came out. It was a little puppy, little little cute little puppy with one eye. Played with me in my backyard. We frolicked. The whole nine yards. I would be sad if Jack died. Yes. I would be. But there is no way in hell that if Jack had all this shit wrong with him, that I wouldn't go and go, Jack, you're better off dead. You didn't get his eye fixed. Yeah, we didn't get his eye fixed. So what the hell? Why would I? If his colon was being pushed upon by by its stupid... Broken uh, cervix or whatever's pushing on it, pelvis, whatever it is, I would end that dog's suffering. How do you know that this cat's happy, Hammy? Um, 
What do you mean? How do I know? It's like, not- how do you know that the, the cat doesn't look up at you and just goes, kill me? I can't shit. Oxtail. No. Okay. No. Oh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. a dead cat. Oh. But if you look up and like, if the cat looks at you with its little cat eyes and goes, kill me. I've had cats why, in my why, life long why? enough that that I know when they're in pain and I know when they're happy. <laughs> and right now, are you the pussy whisperer? Uh, you no, know, you're not, for sir. The of, for the sake of a bit, yeah, fine. I'm the pussy whisperer. I'm the so, pussy whisperer. You're the cat whisperer. Fine, whatever. So the the cat comes. For the sake of a bit, this is when, a fact. When I call their names and they they cuddle up on my lap and they start purring and sleeping. So that's how I know that they're comfortable and they're happy. Dude, your lap is a warm area. I know that the pain meow. I know it. What's the pain meow sound like? I'm not going to do it. Why not? I'm answering your question. I don't have cats. Well, it's... What does the pain meow sound like? I don't know. It's it's a little whine. It's it's like... uh, Like that. Like what? You totally broke up on that. Like what? They make that oh, sound. Oh, God, no, 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 oh, oh, no, 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 no. Those okay, are I'm dead done. cat heads. Look at that. That's... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, well, Dan, I missed that one because you moved it. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. I missed that. Did you delete it, Hammy? Yeah, probably. Yes. Danny, uh, he's the censor. Hammy is the censor of the chat room. If you put up dead cats, Hammy will just get rid of them. No. Oh, someone put up. Oh, oh there's a creepy stalker guy from the live event. No, no, no. That's oh. even worse. It's even worse than dead rotting oh, cats. Oh, look at him, dead rot. Oh. <laughs> Oxtail making a good point. I can't post pictures of dead cats, but you can post pictures of dead freaking naked fat guys. Okay, good point. Deleting this, sh- th- this crap. <laughs> He's very true. I just I I don't understand the fascination that people have. Maybe I'm not human. Maybe Joe's right. Maybe I'm just a bad human. I don't get maybe putting oh dickhead oh I don't get putting them on the same level playing field as a human. Oh, to look at the little intestines. Oh, those are cute little intestines. How adorable! I would go through some trouble for a dog over a cat, though. I would think, I, dude, if with any of those ASPCA commercials, they make me cry all, all the time. I, I can't watch them. I would think so. Didn't you guys see the story on the news yesterday about the fireman who jumped into the ice river to save the the, the golden retriever? Yeah, that, that's a great story. Uh, 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 I, I'm not saying that it's not, Joe. That's a great story. He risked his life for a dog. I don't think he would have done it for a cat, though. Yeah. I'm not saying I prefer cats over dogs. It's just I, I love animals more than people. But why do you why why do you think that is, Hammy? What's the psycho? Uh, because people are pieces of shit. That's and, and, and animals give you unconditional love. Yes, you could, thank you. You could kick a dog in the ass or come back and lick your hands. You know that's just the way it that is. That just makes them stupid. You can do the same thing to a retard. It's unconditional love. They don't. They don't uh, judge you for any reason whatsoever. As long as you're their pal, they're your pal. But Joe, if your kid is racist, and not racist, retarded. Yeah. I don't know. The picture of the Joe came up and distracted yeah, where me. Where does he get these pictures of me? That's a. a they stalk you, Joe. Thing, I guess so. Yeah. No, but if your kid is say uh, of the special variety. Yeah. All right. 
and you walk up and kick your kid in the ass. He'll hate me for life. No, he won't. That retard turns around and goes, I love my daddy. No, no. I'm, 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 give me a hug, daddy. <laughs> where, where do you have kids, Eddie? I'm, what? No, fuck you over No, there. I'm talking about retarded kids, oh, Joe. Oh, well, retarded. I'm not talking about regular, everyday kids. People aren't thinking straight. Joe. I'm talking about, like, but you just said they don't, they, that only animals well, give you unconditional love. Well, uh, most of them do, yeah. I believe in Oxdale's point. They'll protect you. Cats don't love you. You know, where, where, you know, people won't usually won't protect you because they're worried about, you know, a, an animal will protect you. An animal will take care of a, a, a blind person. A, you know, not not a cat, though. I'm talking about dogs. No, cats, cats, cats suck. Nobody. That should be today's Q&A of the day. That bite right there should be today's Q&A of the day, yo. And I like cats. I really do like cats. I like all animals. I like Hammy. I think they're great. And, you know, once you get into a family situation with a cat where you love it like a child... I, I should tell you how much money my son has spent on his uh, golden retriever. Yeah, but Again, that's a dog. That's yeah. my point. Well, hold on. Let's do it. Right long. before we go to break, let's do this right before we go to break. The Ham Radio QA of the day. Here's how it works Uncle Eddie asks you a question, you answer it. Throughout the show, it's just that simple. All right, so QA of the day brought to you by Hot Rocks. Hot Rocks, the only organic libido enhancer for both men and women. Here's today's Q&A of the day. Which sucks less? Cats versus dogs. Who sucks less? Do dogs rule and cats drool? Is that how it works? I want to know. 908-854-4228. So far in this room, not handy, but in this room, we all say dogs rule. Hammy's the only one that says cats. I want to know what you have to say. I want you to go to the chat room. MoreLikeRadio.com. Click on the live button. Tell us what you think. Cats versus dogs. It's a simplistic question, but with many levels of answers. I say cats suck. Danny, cats suck? Cats suck. Joe, cats suck? Uh, I don't want to put them in the suck category, but I, I do think people would prefer dogs more than cats because dogs are just more, I don't want to say affectionate, because sometimes cats can be very affectionate. I say cats suck. But it's it's true what uh, Oxtail said. Uh, what? You know, cats just hang out, man. They, they do what they want. They're more of an independent, uh, you know, I think it's the predator instinct in cats. Cats are predators. They suck out your soul while the, you sleep, dogs Joe. Are, dogs are pack animals. You know, they, 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 uh, they join you. Do you realize, Joe, do you realize that a dog will crawl into your bed yes, and just will. lie down? And so will a cat. No, a cat climbs on you, waits till you're sleeping, waits till your mouth is open, okay. and it sucks out your soul. Oh, is that right? It just, it eats your life force. Uh, you ever uh, seen the movie Sleepwalkers? I, w- I would have a cat. Cats! Uh, I would have a cat rather than a dog because the maintenance on the cat is much less than a dog. Uh, yeah, know. see, that's a real dog, Joe. Well, a, a dog, you, you know, you have to take out. You have to take it for walks. You can't let him loose. A cat is a different kind of animal. You can just open. Uh, Wait, it depends on the dog. Because Danny has a little yappy chihuahua, and that yeah. dog uh, can, just walks by right next to each other. No, you don't leash that thing, do you? What? No, no. When I walk, out, no. You want no. to go outside by herself? No. no, no I, he walks I, with her. I no. walk with her, but she, I mean. like, she stays in the vicinity. Like, when I walk her, she stays in the vicinity of like 
the house area in the front. Yeah, but you have to go out with it. You yeah, know, you can't, yeah, that's why they have leash laws because dogs are, you know, they're a little more violent than cats in that respect. Cats don't really attack people. A dog will. The guy across the street from me walks his cat on a leash. <laughs> and that's a strange person. That's a strange yes. person. Yeah. I sit there and watch it all the time. He has his cat on one of his little leashes. And, and the cat walks around and just takes a cat shit outside? I don't know. He walks in I see him all the time with the cat on a leash outside. That's so strange. Yeah, he's a little strange. Most people just let the, leave the window open. The cat will go in and First off, can I, right before we go to break, can I bring up this? Cat shit smells the worst. Cat piss even worse. worse. Why would you want your house to stink? Whereas we're dogs... They only shit in the house when they have accidents. When they got to go, they, they go, Arr! they like claw the door. They want to go out the door. You go take them outside. They take a dump. They come right back in. Very simplistic. They go outside. They they start the, they start the quivering. They start on the, the hind legs and they take a dump. And sometimes you see them pucker in their butthole puckers. Not my dog. My dog has to wait for the right spot. Yeah, cats don't hump your leg. That's that's one thing they don't. See, downside. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's take a break. Today's Q&A day is up there. Cats versus dogs. Pros versus cons. I want to know. Dead cat in the chat room. Just saying. Dead cat in the chat room. Hammy, do you see it? No. (coughs) Dead cat. Uh, It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. Remember, we're one hour away from Eric Danville. Being on the show, the author of the uh, Linda Lovelace book. So we'll talk to him in a minute. Well, not in a minute. <laughs> 60 minutes. We'll talk to that. We'll, we'll structure what the hell's going on when we come back. There's too many dead cats, cats on leashes. It's throwing me off. It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. Danny, do it. Is anybody out there? I'm sorry, sir. All our cabs seem to be busy right now. What are you waiting for? It's time to experience pure bliss and the only truly healthy libido enhancer on the market. Raw Nation's Hot Rocks. Hot Rocks. Hot so what does it do? It intensifies sexual performance, makes men feel more confident, women feel more sexy, it intensifies your sex life. Hot Rocks were designed to be a vitamin for your sex drive. It's a superfood injected aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. It's an overall vitality pill. It just makes you feel amazing. This is the only product on the market that's for men and women both. There's nothing bad in it. It's all organic and it's made right here in the USA. If you already have a strong sex drive, that's great. But what Hot Rocks does is it's going to help you maintain that sex drive and keep it from slipping away, which is a problem that's far too common nowadays. Call 1-855-RAW-LIFE. That's 1-855-RAW-LIFE to order Hot Rocks or get it online at hotrocks.com. H-O-T-R-A-W-K-S.com. Life is better on Hot Rocks. Hey, you. Yes, you guessed 10,542. Change your username. And while you're in the More Like Radio live page listening to fine quality programming, notice the banner ad just slightly above the chat room. It's a link to something you want in Amazon. Click it. It's probably reminding you to order something you need from Amazon.com. Don't leave MLR and type the URL like a sucker. Just click the link and it'll open in a new window. This way you can buy your shit and continue listening to the show. 
Now, change your username. It's right there on the right, stupid. This is this is gonna make this is gonna make you you you, you want to vomit. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Let me see. Do we? Uh, let me move on here. Okay. Can I turn this off? Is there a button? No. That's pitiful. It's driving me crazy. It's on. It's gonna be war. Oh my god. What happened to our show? It got hijacked by craziness. Simply explosive talk radio. No, this is some crazy stuff. TalkSuperstation.com Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DEAL48 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code DEAL48 at adamandeve.com. Got something to say? Then give us a call. 908-854-4228. 908-854-4228. Or hit us up in the More Like Radio chat room. We want to hear from you. Lord knows Billy brings nothing to the table. So why don't you? Radio you have to atone for. MoreLikeRadio.com. Professional radio without the rules. Come on, get out of bed. There'll be no more napping. <laughs> This is Pee Wee Herman, and you're listening to my best friend. No, it's not the king of cartoons. It's Ham Radio with Uncle Eddie. Ah! To something to admire Cause you're shining Something like a mirror And I can't help but notice You reflect yeah. in sort of mine It's the ham radio show, Joe if you ever feel Part of the unfiltered radio network Live Morelikeradio.com More like radio, no rules Just radio Part of the unfiltered radio network the uncrowned kings of reality radio. Q&A of the day going on. Cats versus dogs. What about all the other pets in the world? There are a lot of different pets. Yeah, but really our fight's cats versus dogs, yo. People have hamsters, gerbils, ah, birds. Not the bird same. I, I think parrots are going to pet because they can talk back to you. First off, birds suck. You can't pet a bird. All they do is eat bird seed out of your belly button. You can talk to them. Ah, depends on the bird. If you have a parakeet, you can't really talk to them. 
Only parrots answer you back. My grandmother had a parakeet that spoke Italian. Of course they do. Yeah. The um, chat room show, by the way, full effect. Morelagradio.com. Click on the live button. Be a part of the chat room, which is going into the debate raging on. On the cat side, they're talking about the litter box. Okay. On the dog side, they're talking about pissing on your lawn and killing your lawn. Yeah. So it's <laughs> split right down the middle, Joe. I think cat says, Crisco says, I talk like cavemen. <laughs> you do talk like cavemen. He said, dog pee, kill my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> That's not caveman. That's American Indian. Yeah, see, and they, what, what, what you were calling me before, Eddie, asshole. Uh, Eddie, asshole. Eddie, asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. The Spank Bank, by the way, open for business. Raylene, Raylene, my favorite MILF, in the Spank Bank this week for your Christmas Eve. Does Raylene have a last name? No, just Raylene. Does she have any just new Just Raylene. Pictures? Oh, does she have new pictures, Joe? Oh, I want to see Danny it. will put some up in the chat room, and he'll also put a nice clothed picture Ooh. of Raylene, but sexy, tasteful even. Oh, so yeah. Facebook doesn't throw us off. Let me ask you a question. On the Facebook page. Yes, Joe. Would you rather see a woman fully naked or partially clothed? Partially clothed. Me too. I like a little mystery in my life. I, do. I like I, the surprise. I, do. I, don't, I don't really want to see, you know, the, <coughs> the, the, the VJ. Hey, I've said it numerous times. I mean, I, you know, unless I'm really there to do business, I don't want to see it. I like, I like a negligee. Yeah, yeah. I'm very fond of a negligee. I like a woman in a business suit, and all the buttons are undone in the front, you know. And they're, you know. With their titties coming out, Joe? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to get at, Joe? Yeah. Their titties? I like I like to sneak, sneak a peek, you know, upskirt. I love to sneak a peek. It's not really sneaking a peek, Joe, yeah. if you're the one doing it. Like, if you're if you're the guy that's peeping, and it's just peeping. Yeah. If you're actually watching a video... Yeah. They're putting the well, upskirt cam there. Well, that's a video. That's a different story. That's, that's a little it, it's different. meant to be that way. But like if you're in a, a real life situation, and a, a woman is in a short skirt and she's getting out of a car or something like that, and you catch that little bit of panty, oh, that's hot, man. Mm, that's nice. That's you got some uh, kitty porn then. <laughs> yeah. On the uh, chat room, man. Look at the yeah, kitty porn. Kitty porn. Oh, kitty porn. <laughs> hot. Yeah, that's hot, hot, son. That's hot. A black cat sort of looks like me. You can tell he's black because he likes pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the uh, the opinions of Joe and Joe alone. Well, no, that's a racist. That's a racist photograph. There, you got a black. Why is there a you, got, you got a black cat looking at a white pussy? So uh, how is that racist? That's, that's interracial, Joe, well, not racist. Okay, uh, whatever it is, it's get Al Sharpton on it. Get Al Sharpton on the case. Yeah. Hammy, are you there? Yeah. I am here for this debacle that we call the Ham Radio Show today. Yeah, we've already had a fight. We've had uh, Christmas Eve yelling. We've had um, a fight about cats and dogs. Yeah. We. What else have we had on this show today? Crazy shit has been on this show. It's been all over the page. Uh, later on in the show, you had me coughing throughout the show because it's not like shit today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Danville, the complete Linda Lovelace book. Yeah. We're going to be talking to him. I'm He's, very interested in that. I'm very interested. I love Linda Lovelace. Yeah. 
I wonder, <laughs> did, she, did she have to take like lessons to do deep throat? Because if you know the history of porn, she's like one of the very first to take it all the way down to the shaft. She I mean, took it to the base. Yeah, take it to the base. I mean, I don't know if it was done before, but it was the first time I've ever seen that. I, you know, back then. I mean, that movie's in the 70s, I think. Hey, hold on, I got the thing here. Uh, let's see. Deep Throat was 72. 72, yeah. 72. Like, you know, you're talking about almost 40, over 40 years ago. Yep. Yeah. But and it it was such a juggernaut. Oh, absolutely. Of that was so mainstream and everyone loved it. It, it was a big, uh, big giant part. That was big the uh, disco era, you know, Plato's Retreat and all those kind of places where where uh, 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 not pornography so much, but sexuality was coming out of the closet. So, yeah, you know. you know, the pill was invented, and you know, girls were a little more freer with their sexuality and doing some. Things that we never heard of. Well, in 1971, that movie Dogorama came out. That was the one where she supposedly uh, did some naughty stuff with a pooch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to see the exact. Uh, I want to see if I have the information on Dogorama. Dogorama. Because I know I heard a lot about it. I heard that there was. Oh, here we go. Uh, bestiality in a film called Dogfucker. The alternate title is Dogorama. Mm hmm. Uh, she denied appearing in the film until several of the original loops proved otherwise. So, I, she, I think she did more than uh, just get her puss licked by a dog. Wow. So, now, there's a lot of stuff to go into with Linda Lovely. She's not just one-dimensional well, uh, where it's just about Deep Throat. There was so much stuff that went on with her. Yeah. And Eric Danville's going to tell us all about it. So that's a pretty big uh, thing that's, going on. That's one kind of porn I just don't get, bestiality. <coughs> I, I don't really get that. You know. Well, what what don't you get about it? People, well, I, like I, Hammy finds cats really sexy. I know what it is, but I, I just no, can't see No, I have don't. I just find them adorable. If you, if Joe, have you ever put catnip on your penis? <laughs> don't lie to me, Hammy. Uh, Has the cat ever <laughs> licked your balls? He's hesitating. Cat, a cat's tongue is like sandpaper. No. They get a dog. I, I still don't believe him. <laughs> I still don't believe him. Uh, speaking of other things that I love, Danny's still looking for Raylene for the Spank Bank. I don't know what, what's... Did you find her or what? Yes, I found her. All right, but I'm I don't see nothing. some good pictures. Hold on. Dude, she's, she's, a very, she's a nice, curvy, older lady. Ooh. She's a MILF. A cougar, even. Big-breasted, real natural boobs, the whole nine yards. If Mike Bichetti was here, he was going to pick his own for the Spank Bank. I had to go with Raylene because I love Raylene. My go-to porn is Raylene. Raylene doing the uh, doing the um, the jerk-off instructions, those movies that I love. Oh, yeah. The, she is phenomenal. And they're very helpful, too. She is phenomenal. Documentary. There's Raylene. There she is. Raylene Trip at Raylene Triple X on uh, Twitter, by the way. That's perfect. That's good for Facebook, Danny. Wow. Fully clothed. Wow. Got the 47 Ronin commercial going on as well. I mean, we got everything going on right now. Wow. Yeah, see, Joe, Joe likes it. I like it. But why is it not appearing as a picture, Danny? I don't know. When you post uh, Twitter or Facebook pictures in, in the chat room, it's weird. Hammy. Yes. Post a picture of Raylene in the chat room. I want to be able to see her while I work. Okie dokie. Thank you, sir. Um, also, by the way, uh, speaking of things we love, 
since I was just, you know, had a little uh, Justin Timberlake before. Yeah. Add a little bit of uh, Raylene right now. Ooh. There's a show. There's, has anyone been watching Comedy Central? There's Raylene. Look at that. See, that's Danny. Boom. Done. Raylene, right on my screen. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is she, Joe? First she's, of all. She's not nude. She's not nude. No. Tammy, can you get a nude one for Joe, please? Fine, Joseph. <clears throat> Make sure it's not a dead pussy. Just put a real live one on there, please. Thank you, Hammy. Um... There on. you go, Joe. There you go. Here comes the uh, oh, sexy no, that, one, Joe. See, see, that's too, there you go, that's Joe. That's too nude. That's too nude. Yeah, uh, I want something like, you know, sexy. That's that's. Oh, I'm, shut up, Joe. That was just what we were talking about before. You know, it, it's fully naked. Don't it's fight like, with Joe, Hammy. You know. It's Christmas Eve, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah, see, Joe, I stood up for you. Oh, fuck you. All right, fine. There you go, Joe. Let's see what we got for the third pick of Raylene. Well, that's better, but it's still she's totally nude. She's not totally nude. There's a shag carpet. Yeah, they're hiding some of the private Look at that. Look at that ass. Jesus Christ. She's a very attractive girl. So freaking hot. Very attractive. So hot. And real fun bags. Look at those fun bags, Danny. They're real. They're very nice. They're very nice. So nice. All right, back into my Comedy Central thing. You know that I was distracted by Raylene. Well. Brody Stevens. Has anyone watched that show enjoy it? No. No. Holy crap, is it a great show? It is such a great show. He's so effed up, this guy. He's what's, so effed up. What's the name of the show? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'll, I'll it's Brody it. Stevens' Enjoy It. Right. He's so messed up. He suffers from uh, multiple uh, depressions, like all these different kind of mental problems. Okay. He was he was a... Um, oh, what do you call those sons of bitches? Those... um. Uh, warm-up guys. He was a warm-up comedian that was for, uh... Oh, shit. What do you call... It? What, uh, what's her show? The one that, uh... The blonde chick that's on the E-Network. Oh, uh, Chelsea Lately? Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. So, for her show, he was the warm-up comedian. And he's been on the show for the roundtable, too, because he's a, he's a great comedian. Mm-hmm. Because of his mental, uh, condition... He flipped out one time, <laughs> and he and he went ape shit on everyone that worked there, Ooh. and he got fired. Good for him. All right. So now he ended up in a mental institution, and now he's out of the mental institution, and he's just trying to live his life. Right. He's on all these drugs. It's the first show that I've ever seen that was so real as a reality show. That it's creepy, Joe. It's so good. He's like, there's parts where he's just going through the depression and all that. And uh, Zach Galifianakis is on it because Zach's his best friend. So Zach's like always there. And he's talking and he's and he's with Zach and he's in Hollywood. He's talking about all this stuff. He had like at one part, he, he was told by the shrink. That, by the way, his shrink is at the... Because uh, he can't afford a shrink. So his shrink is at the comedy store in L.A. He's on a reality show and he can't afford <coughs> a shrink? No, because it's not like one, it's not one of those Kardashian reality shows, Joe. Well, yeah. This is like legitimate reality. A reality show. So they're really keeping him broke? So just to keep him... Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have a shitload of money, dude. He just moved into a new apartment. Yeah. And it's not an amazing apartment either. Like he gets money from uh, he's been in a uh, he's been in the Hangover, uh, one and two, and I think he was in three. 
He's been on, like, he had Chelsea Handler money. Yeah. (coughs) From that show. That's what annoys me a little bit. You know, I I love reality shows that are real. That's why I don't like the Kardashians or or even shows like Porn Stars where they just do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but this one's, like, real. This is, I'm telling you, this is real. I'm I'm sure, but the the broke angle I can't buy because I... Why? uh, Because anybody who has... Uh, uh, it's uh, also you know, the first season, though, Joe. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, he, he may not be rich, but he's not broke by our standards. You know, it, uh, no, no, he's not broke by our. No, he's not ga- poor ga- like me. Guaranteed, the guy's making at least a th- uh, for low a thousand dollars an episode for low. You know, so uh, you know, the, if you're making a thousand bucks a week. Come on, you're not you're not broke. I mean, you're not a rich man, of course, but and, and but but you know you can afford certain things. No, no, he has Joe. He has stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying he's living like he's not eating out of dumpsters. Yeah, I, I mean, he yeah. has stuff, but he's not like he's not a he's not a Kardashian. Well, no, no, he's not making he's not making a million dollars every every three three hours. No, but but the truth of the matter is he's far from broke. I mean, by our standards, we probably consider him rich. You know, it's just the way it is. When you get to that level, when you're on TV, yeah, you know, and you've got a show that's working, especially if the show's working, you know, you can't. It's hard to say, walk around and say I'm broke because you're not. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, uh, the other day they had an episode of Porn Stars on. You know, you know the character Chumley. He's yes. To, he's like the comic relief, you know, and, and all that crap. You know, the 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 the, the dude has an apartment. On the side for the show, but he ha- but he has a collection of cars. He has fourteen motorcycles. He's, he, he, they're making serious money. All right, the show's been on for seven years. Yeah. So he's making serious money, but you know he's still trying to portray himself as a broke dude. <laughs> he's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, but that's but Joe, but that's the difference. What I'm saying, that's fake. Yeah. This is a real guy going through real shit. And they're documenting it. That's legitimate. That's what I'm saying. You've never seen the show. No, you got to see the show before you. I'm sure it's done well. You know, <laughs> and, and yeah, but before you make feel. any comments, you got to see the show because it's not. I will. I'm going to watch. It's not it. this fake ass stuff. Like he, on one, on one of the the first episodes, it was right fresh out of the psych ward, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, let's see some of these pictures that they're coming. Yeah, no, Santa yeah. covering his dick with a hat. <laughs> um. He's fresh out of the psych ward, and he's got to go make amends. It's possible they filmed this stuff before he even, you know, as it was going on and before he was even signed to the show. Maybe maybe he just said, hey, film me, man. If it happens, it happens. That's a possibility also, so it is real in that case. No, dude, I'm telling you, watching this show, there's there's not a level of fake shit in the show. Mm. Like, they show him at his worst. They show him... Crying his eyes out when he he does like other pe- he was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast there oh, yeah, sure. and he was on Jay Moore's podcast and he's crying his eyes out because he's suffering from the depression. He's not that great of an actor that he could just do this. Oh. And they're all and they literally it's like it's like watching uh, intervention mixed with laughter. I got you. That's what this show is like. It's like a car crash. And I've I've wrote. I want to have Brody on the show because I have to... That would be great. I have to just discuss how this show is. I mean, the show... I, I don't even... Has anyone watched it? Am I, I the only one? I haven't watched it. I haven't it seen it. No. <laughs> but I will. I'll do your Let me see if I can find any of it. Right, let's see. We got Brody Stevens enjoy it. Let's see what this is. Yeah. All 
right, here we go. My first impression of Brody was very, very funny. Just I'm a fan of his stand-up because I've never seen any person do what he's doing. That's Zach really Galvanakis. He was so different from everybody else doing comedy that we saw. I thought he was hilarious. I was, I, Brody never seems like he's Sarah doing Silverman, material at all. He's just yelling. Public school did it. Busing did it. Blue collar Jewish, I just get it. A lot of confrontation, yelling at people as if there's some problem that isn't really there. <laughs> What's funny is he has these jokes. Who's going to Coachella? They're joke. They're just kind of joke. Are you going to see the strokes there? They're playing the oldies tent. And when they fail, which is the best, when they fail, then that's when he strikes. Why'd you not laugh? <laughs> Why did you not laugh? It is never was about the jokes. It was about the in-between of the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's supposed to be funny, but it is. Um, what, what, what don't you like about it? <laughs> See? He's one of those comics that you watch and you go, oh, I wish I did that. Why don't yeah. I do that for my comedy? Talk to people like Brody does and like get in the audience and take chances. Let me ask what your pedigree is, Mr. Yeah. Mr. I'm in the front row, hunched over, trying to attack a professional who's made it. I think he's at his funniest when he's lost complete control. So listen to me, buddy. I drive on the Fox lot. He is When funny. there's a problem and his hackles are up and he's pissed off a little bit. That's you said you joke three times. You do a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the mic at the guy. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's a, that's a form of comedy in itself. It's sort of like reverse psychology. It's, it's very funny. Guy, you know Carson used to funny. do it all the time. His, his jokes he, used to bomb him. was the funniest thing. Yeah, but the thing is, this is showing you that th these people are just coming out in concern for this guy. That's what I'm saying. It's like a car crash, this yeah, show. Well, that's why you watch it, yeah. Here's Jimmy Kimmel. Well, not quite understanding. I think you're going to tell me what I, I know. I see me perform every night. <laughs> and I tape my set. And you're going to tell me what I'm doing right and wrong? Shame on you. I did premium blend in 2000. Where are you? <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the, the show in, in a nutshell. And then most of the time, it's, it's oh, man, I can't believe that, you know, Brody just went to the mental institution. Uh, like, on the, he had, on the first episode, he had to make up with Chelsea Handler. Like, his shrink told him, you got to go make amends with Chelsea Handler. So they go, he goes to Chelsea's house, right? Yeah. And he's at Chelsea's house, and Chelsea literally is afraid of him. Well, because little, of what happened. A little psychotic. So yeah. all that's going on, and she, she, he goes to the house, and it's literally the most uncomfortable, awkward meeting that I've ever seen in my life. Well, he came with a camera crew. What's she worried <laughs> about? Well, she knew, no, but she knew he was coming with a camera crew. Sure. She knew. She was like, oh, I know you're doing a show, and blah, 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 blah. Like, he had to get buzzed in. Goes up to the Chelsea Handler mansion yeah. uh, and is talking. And it's just like beyond words how awkward this show is. And how I'm telling you, it's one of the best things on TV that doesn't have to do with zombies or uh, yeah. superheroes or uh, the White House. It's one of those shows where you watch it. And I don't know why Comedy Central is very weird. It's a half-hour show, Joe. Yeah. And then they put two half-hours together. 
Yeah, thus make thus an making an hour a show. <laughs> Why don't they just make it an hour? Well, I guess, you know, for syndication purposes and the, later on, they're probably going to, you know. Yeah, but then just make it an hour. Well, they, they, they should, but, you know, it, it's. It's very weird because you watch sure it. they have their reasons. You watch it, and the first time I watch it, I'm like, damn, I can't wait till the next episode. Four seconds later, the next episode's on. Yeah. I didn't have to wait that long. It was right there. Okay. I hate when they play them out of sequence. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Like, you'll end off, and it'll be, like, to be continued, and you think the next one is that. It's it's not. You got to wait until Tuesday for it or something, yeah? Uh, The show's called Brody Stevens Enjoy It. Yeah. It's on Comedy Central Sundays at midnight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, midnight, I know you got to go to work the next day. I'm telling you, it's worth it. DVR the shit. It's worth it. Hammy, have you seen the show? Nope. Add add it to the list of stuff he hasn't seen. Are you too busy? Are you uh, p- petting the cat right now? What are you doing? No, I- I'm just listening to this top this talk about this show that I haven't seen before, so I have nothing to add to it. What's the hot show on Bravo? Anybody know? Something gay. <laughs> top Chef something. No, on Bravo. Bravo's not. A yes, Top show. Chef. Yeah, That's their Bra- biggest show. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> why? Why are you asking about top, uh, uh, Bravo? I, I was with my my nephew is an executive up at Bravo, and, and he was talking about the that he's uh, you know running this top show, up, and I never heard of it, you know. And, you know and what was the show he said? Uh, it's not, you no, know, he was talking about the stars of the show. This guy Andy, somebody, you know. And, Andy Cohen, the guy that runs Bravo. I guess maybe I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's called See What Happens. Oh, okay. Maybe that's the show. That's the name of the show. He's very involved in that show personally. Yeah, that's and, well. Andy Cohen is the guy. That's that's your your uh, was that your nephew you just in? My nephew. That's no, your nephew's boss. Okay, yeah. That's so the, he works on his boss's show. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I was uh, you know, but but I sort of like, you know, wasn't really paying attention to this conversation. At this Shocking. Time. Yeah. I for one am shocked. Well, you know the circumstances where it wasn't that kind of a, of a deal. You know. Yeah. It had nothing to do with music or drapes. Yeah, I don't want So to. Joe doesn't want to listen. Right. Or ham radio. So yeah. He was in the fabric business yeah. for 30 years. Yeah. He knows it all. He did ask me about the show, though, you know, how we're doing and everything. Well, tell him that we should be on Bravo. I can, <laughs> I can act gay. That's what I told him. I can act gay. <laughs> all I ask, I honestly, mm. and the best is, like, I'm now friends with people on the Esquire network, too. Oh. And I keep talking to them, and I'm like, there is no show out there. Despite now my love for uh, Brody Stevens and his program, there is no show out there. By the way, Brody, I think, has a podcast, too, so check that out, by the way. Um, There's no show that reflects me. Like, my, like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain this in the, like, in the proper vernacular. Like, when you flip around the TV dial... Do you find anything that goes, oh, wow, this is really manly? Like, even Spike TV is all pussified down, too. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They don't do half the crap. (coughs) That they used to do. They used to do so much more, and now they don't do anything. And supposedly what I've heard is that because they go after the female demographic. Because the female demographic supposedly is the one with the disposable income. I don't think they even use the that slogan anymore, Network for Men. No, it's just Spike TV now. Yeah. Just, nah. It's like Spike TV. Eh, we're on. That should be like the slogan. Because, like, between that, I mean, all they have on there now is either the Bellator, the kickboxing, TNA wrestling, 
and and that bar rescue show are about the four things. And I hate reality shows. That's why I, I thought I was going to hate this Brody Stevens show. And I love it. Because it's actual reality. As opposed to that freaking that bar show. It's fake. Oh, yeah. That, They're that, all fake. I can't stand fake shit. That show sucks. But I'm saying there's not a show Did you just say bar rescue stinks? It's horrible. It's horrible. What? <coughs> what is it? Oh, you and your cat's your favorite show? Speaking of the guy that hasn't seen any movies will like that. <coughs> any movies will like that. He has show. no you taste. out of your freaking mind if you think bar rescue is awful. that show is horrible. It's so fake. What? It's so fake. He comes in. Magically just yells at everybody, straightens up the bar. I, the best one was where he was doing it, right? And there was a biker gang at the bar. Like, it's their bar. So they got their banners up. Everyone's in their cuts. They're all, they're, it's a biker bar. His brilliant plan is to get the bikers out of their bar. In real life, he would have died. Absolutely. But in this show... Magically, he don't die. He don't die at all. Magically. He's kicking a biker gang out of their bar. And magically, he doesn't get his ass kicked, Hammy. That's fake. Okay, so what? It's still entertaining. It's a fake-ass show. Stop trying to pass off real as fake. Every we, we reality don't. show's fake. <clears throat> so far in this show, I have coughed nine million times. Joe just opened a bag of chips or pretzels behind my head. Me and Joe have fought. Me and you have fought. Well, I just yelled at you, really. I didn't fight with you. But that's real. And we're being entertaining. Someone would sit here and listen to this program and go, holy shit, this is good. But no, I get... Oh, this is reality television. And it's so goddamn fake, Joe. So fake. Very true. And it's so fake that it's obvious it's fake, Hammy. What do you like about that show? Go ahead. You have the floor. What do you like about it? Yes. Okay, well, first off, it's a lot like uh, Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Is that show bad to you guys, too? Eh, I like Hell's Kitchen better. Okay, agreed. Uh, but Hell's Gordon Kitchen's Ramsay at least goes competition. around with Kitchen Nightmares and fixes restaurants. And Gordon Ramsay, the very impatient, anal retentive, borderline OCD cleanliness uh, personality of his, he tends to yell a lot. And that's what makes it entertaining. Right. And a lot of these restaurants don't listen to Gordon Ramsay's advice and they end up closing down anyway in six months after he leaves. Bar Rescue is almost the same thing, except it's with dive bars only it's only for uh nightclubs uh bars and 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 dive bars that um that that you can get like a cheeseburger or cheesesteak at uh john taffer it is a well-experienced professional in the bar industry and he goes around and yeah he probably yells a lot for for the entertainment factor but it's the same thing with, with kitchen nightmares he fixes up a lot of bars it gives them an entire new branding and gives them all the tools so they could just go with it and, and ride the, the, the train of success. What happens is a lot of these bars say, you know what? Screw that John Taffer guy. 
I'm going to do what I want, and they end up closing. Some of the places, just like with, with Kitchen Nightmares, that listen to Gordon Ramsay and John Taffer's advice, they stay in business. That's fine. No one's, dispute, no one's disputing what the show is, Hammy. As far as he... Uh, I will agree with you, so though, that, fake. that that a lot of the blow-ups are, are stretched. I wouldn't say, like, completely scripted, but overreacted and, and a lot of, you know stretching the bit to to make it an entertainment factor. Joe, uh, Joe, have you watched the show, Joe? Uh, not that, but I watched Gordon Ramsay, of course. Yes. Every, th- uh, every time. I've only watched uh, Hell's Kitchen one time that there was ever a fight. A fist fight, you mean? Well, he got the kid got up in Gordon Ramsay's face. And the producers, I remember that show. And the producers all ran over saying, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? This because guy, you're looking to, to punch Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> No, no, absolutely. This guy on Bar Rescue gets it up, gets up in everyone's face, like he's the the cap of the tutti capi, Joe. Mm-hmm. He gets up in their face, like he's ready to brawl with every single one of them. Well, maybe he's a wise guy. I haven't seen the show, to be honest. But he acts like he's a wise guy, Joe. It, I don't think he is. It's like hardcore porn. You know, the guy's got fourteen gorillas behind him. Sure, he acts like a tough guy. All yeah. Time, you know? Without those 14 gorillas, he'd probably go, oh, please, Bobby, please. Yeah, but this guy does it right. That's what I'm saying. This guy comes out. This What's his name? John Tapper? Mm-hmm. John Tapper comes out, and he's just like, literally, he's just like in your in his face. Joe, he kicked out a biker gang from their own bar. Yeah, well, guaranteed he's got another back biker gang that is twice as tough to protect them. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. But they don't show that. Oh, of course not, no. That's my point. Like, he better have a, a fleet of security. Absolutely. And then how about you show that then? Show it. I think, uh, Eddie, first off, I posted a video of uh, <clears throat> yeah, of a bar rescue in, in, the, in the chat room. And on that episode, he usually sends his wife or one of his other partners or whatever to the bar to just get a first-person perspective from yeah, a customer and standpoint. And she gets hit on a lot, right? Yeah, and his wife's very beautiful. And, and, this, and this bar owner flirts with his wife and then john taffer uh, runs in and screams at the guy for hitting on his wife that's a video clip i just posted okay but that's but different that's someone flirting with your wife i can see I, a I, dude going out there and going to fight somebody for that yeah right and i think i know what episode you're talking about the um it was a biker bar where the the, the it was like a cougar woman with huge tits right who owned the bar it could be with, with her sister that had like that whose husband died and she was like all anxiety and shit. I don't remember if it was that one because I really only saw the part when he went after the bikers. Okay, okay. So what what he usually does is he goes in and talks with the owner and uh, sees how the how the bar is run, and then he gets a, a he usually does a stress test, which is pack the place. And see how they handle a busy night, and that, and then if he sees that uh, that they're not doing it well, yeah. he'll kick everyone out and shut the bar down. He does that a lot, and that's probably what you saw. Which is fine. I'm not saying I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, how, how am I going to put this? I don't think his methods are not right and accurate, but the way it's presented to the public. Is that this guy is the biggest badass of all, and he walks in and he's like, "Hey, go over here and do it," and he's like directing, yeah, 
and he's like directing traffic like he's the like he's Billy Badass, and he's walking in telling everybody what the hell they're gonna do. And then there's like zero repercussions, even when someone yells at him. There's like zero goose egg repercussions. He never gets his ass kicked. Ever. Well, mostly because it's on camera and they'll <laughs> sue you. And when you but appear on Bar Rescue, life. everyone signs in a, in a, in a what, what's a contract I'm thinking of, but... They sign they uh, they sign a release form yeah. where they're going to be on on the show. So why would they punch I mean, John Taffer if first off if the owners are the ones that called him in the first place? Why would they punch John Taffer? Not the owners, Sammy. I'm not looking for a, I'm just saying I'm not looking for a fist fight. What I'm saying is it's so fake. It's so fake and staged, like every other reality show that's out there. That's right. All reality shows have to be staged in some way. Yeah, but I, for one, I for one, Joe, am tired of it. Yeah, so am I. I've, I've hated reality shows for years. <coughs> it's a phase that we're going through, you know, and they're very cheap to produce. The only reality shows that I enjoy are the ones that are competition-based. Well, like, that's why I like Hell's Kitchen that's almost like over, over uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Because he goes in. He has two teams, and Gordon Ramsay controls that and has two teams. And they go, and somebody becomes the greatest chef on that program, and they do it. There's no staged bullshit on that show. Yeah. Whereas on Kitchen Nightmares... There is to an extent. On what? Uh, uh, on, on Hell's Kitchen? Uh, on all these shows. Uh, like, certain things are... But it's lesser on the competition shows, you Absolutely. Know? But but it, certain things are explained to you before the show even airs. It, it's it's like sort of we're gonna press your buttons, pal. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you can come back and you can get a little snotty. And you can get okay, but but remember, it's a show, and and and, and it's, it's supposed to be entertaining. So everybody has that in mind, and everybody knows about it. And Hammy's right. Everybody signs a release form where they can do what the fuck they want. Wait, what, Hammy? Sorry. No, nothing. I just turned up your. Uh... I just turned up your volume on my end, and they probably stuttered. Stupid oh. Skype. All right, good. You know, everybody signs a release form, and they, they can do what they want, they want basically. And, and, of course, they have the power of the edit. Oh, they, absolutely. They can edit the show to make it sound like either you're wonderful or you're an asshole. Just the way they want to do it. And that's the problem, though. They, they edit it so... They edit it so it comes off so cheesy... That I can't even I can't sit through these shows. Yeah, I know. I, right, I and and they also, the, you see the previews for the next show, and they say, "Oh my God, there's going to be a huge, huge fight." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's nothing. And then they tease it the whole show, and it's nothing when it actually happens. So true. But that's what I'm saying. The only time I've ever watched Hell's Kitchen and gave a shit, where I was like, "Whoa, this looks real," more you know what I mean more so than not, was when the kid wanted to fight Gordon. Probably. Gordon Ramsay does tend to get under people's skin, and he's great at it. Oh, yeah. Of course. I, I, I think I, I actually beat him, according to Joe, in the getting under people's skins department. Absolutely. He, nine times out of ten, probably gets into it. Like, even on, on Kitchen Nightmares, there's actual verbal altercations. Wow. And on this other show, this uh, bar rescue shit, because it's shit, this bar rescue show... There's like, there's nothing that brings it to the table. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this guy is a dick. 
and walks in, and yet there's nothing at all well, real not- as in, if I walked up to Joe, perfect example. If I, if, screw you, Danny, no offense. Let's go to Joe, who flipped out at me today, right? There was a verbal altercation on this program. Hey, you were being a dick. Okay, but listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to bring up the old sore spot, Joe. Hold on for a second. Okay. So Joe brings up the, like that verbal bullshit, and he starts yelling at me like he's going ape shit again. This guy doesn't even get that. We are a rinky-dink fucking show from a basement well, in Staten Island, New York. But we are real. But we are real. Yeah. Here's the difference. I'll, I'll tell you the difference. <laughs> Good, Hammy. Difference, mate. We are all friends doing a show together. Yeah. What John Taffer does, he get he, Spike TV and his production company get called by struggling business owners for consultation and help to turn their business around to help them pay their bills and get out of debt. John goes in, he assesses the, 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 the problems, and if sometimes there's no drama at all on Bar Rescue. The owners just say, okay, let's, let's just go. The owners who, have, who are so used to change don't like change, and they, get, they give John attitudes about it. Then John gives attitudes back. What now? Let me ask you this. Okay. Gordon Ramsay and John Taffer are veterans of of their trade. They their entire livelihood is based in the service industry. Agreed. If you were Gordon Ramsay and you are called into a restaurant that to help them out, and you go into the walk-in fridge and you see rotting food, filthy kitchen, filthy working environment, and people who just don't give a shit about the place. Wouldn't you freak out a little bit, especially if it's a health hazard to your customers? Dude, I'll, I'll, even, I'll even go one step further. I'm the host of this program. All right? I've been in the field for how long now? Ten years. In this business. When I see something wrong with radio, I say something. Right? Right. Okay. But that's, so I, what I'm but trying wait, to understand is how's that fake when Gordon Ramsay and John Taffer do it? Because it's different. I'll tell you why it's fake. We have to go to break, but I'll tell you why it's, it's fake. It's more hammed up. It's more hammed up. We fight like a normal fight. This guy fights like, like the weirdest shit that's not even vaguely real. You know, I, I and I honestly believe, going back to what you said, Hammy, you see all that filth? I, I think that filth is... What filth? Is, the filth on Gordon Ramsay's oh. show where he goes in there. You never get past the board of health with that stuff. I mean, they, uh, unless this guy's a mafia guy and he's paying off or something, I don't know. But the uh, my daughter's in the restaurant business. They come in at random. If they saw shit like that, you're closed. You're that, closed that, But that's down. what I mean. It's a sprinkle of a, it's a sprinkle of fake to get to the real. They yeah. over-dramatize everything. That's Absolutely. Where, where we are straight on real. And I think that's what pisses me off because I respect real. Yeah. I respect real. I respect watching a show like that Brody Stevens show yeah. and watching it and going, it's painfully funny. Yeah. Because I'm watching a I'm watching a guy downward spiral and try to pick himself up and he takes you on this like emotional roller coaster. And it's like this but it's a real thing. I watch that other show and I'm like, that's fake. This is fake. That customer's a plant. She's an actress. Those aren't even real boobs. 
She's doing body shots on a bar. Come on now. You know, it goes back to the what's entertainment. You know, in the old days, they had they quiz <coughs> shows and they gave everybody the answers, and then everybody yep. made a big uproar. Geritol. Yeah, but what it was all about was entertainment. The, the you know giving these people the answers was entertaining. In in in. Oh, they learned. The they learned a so, long time ago, Joe. So basically, they're doing the same yeah. thing now. They learned a long time ago that they can they like. You got guys like Hammy watching this show, and if they if they present it in a way that makes Hammy keep coming back, they're gonna keep using that formula and get Hammy to come back. I'm not disputing that. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the difference. That's the only difference I'm trying to make. I don't like it. But you, but you, but you know, it, it, it's it's our fault in general yeah. because if the general public would would say, get the shit off the air, it'd yeah. be gone in ten minutes. Here's the thing, and and I know we need to take a break, but we really do. So th- there on. is there is a big difference between reality shows like Kitchen Nightmares and Bar Rescue and reality, where <laughs> where, 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 where simple stuff is over dramatized yeah. and and over overhyped sort of and then there's the uh, real housewives there's the mob wives mob there's wives. these all these other situational uh, reality shows where people just purposely fake make fights with people yeah. to just draw ratings in oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. My, my wife loves watching uh, gypsy sisters or whatever the hell that stupid show is <laughs> and every single episode Every sister on it threatens to kill each other and, and scream at each other on the phone. And I'm like, this is so obnoxiously fake. Why do you watch this? Yeah. Because and I think there's a difference between that fake killing. bullshit and the over-dramatized it, stuff on Kitchen Nightmares and Bar Rescue. Because I think that we are a dumbed-down society. Absolutely. Yes. And we, we literally make superstars out of shit. Superstars. We make superstars out of shit, and that's what we're doing. We're ma- we're making. That's why it's so hard for us to get hired anywhere, because there's all this level of shit that gets to go first, and then anyone that's remotely good can't even get through, because <laughs> the level of shit is in the way. <laughs> Our shit has to wait, huh? Yeah. Okay. Once we start getting on the shit wagon, we'll be <laughs> right in there. It's the Ham Radio Show. More like Radio.com. More like Radio. No rules. Jazz Radio, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. Uh, we'll be right back. When we come back, Eric Danville will be with us. He is the author of the complete Linda Lovelace, brand new book about the one and only woman who rocked the world in Deep Throat and so much more. When we come back, it's the Ham Radio Show. Hammy, I got to say goodbye while he's on the line, so I'll see you later, okay? All righty. All right, it's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. Danny, hit me. Come on. <laughs> Greetings, my name is Chris Hamill, Senior Executive Producer of More Like Radio. More Like Radio is an internet radio station founded in 2012 after our bosses at our former station were really mean to us. Since then, we have worked to provide the listener with the best radio experience possible. We also like to promote local and unsigned artists, like Woods of Arden. The Baghdadios, hip hop artist and host on More Like Radio, Sir Darkside, and much more. 
What we at More Like Radio pride ourselves the most on, though, is the outstanding talk programming featured on our network. Take Hippo Juice, for example. What are we talking about? We're not in the internet right now! We are not in the Matrix! Dude! Also, take a listen to the Fifth Circle. Hey, we chicks get into radio wars. Pew, pew. Or maybe Dutch and Royce fit your fancy. I do things on purpose to stretch shows out. I've been doing it for six years. I know what I'm doing. Or maybe check out my show, Brain Stew Radio. You hate white people. You hate white people. You hate white people. More Like Radio prides itself on professionalism, and we swear no one has an ego. We're bigger than your shows. We have better listeners. We have more listeners. We have bigger download stuff than you. Off. Or drinks. I'm not that drunk! Or even fights. We're not on another station, you dumb That's my point. Unbelievable. That's it, I'm going home. Unbelievable. Thank you for listening to More Like Radio, the most lovable dysfunctional family on radio. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DEAL48 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code DEAL48 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Danny from the Ham Radio Show. Don't go anywhere, because coming up next is the OSW Review from 1 to 3, right here on More Like Radio. MoreLikeRadio.com. No rules, just radio. Want to call the show? Call 908-854-4228. That's 908-854-4228. If your call doesn't suck, we probably won't laugh at you. This is Slash, and you're listening to one badass motherfucker, Uncle Eddie on Ham Radio. show sir Hi. round of I'm applause good. Good. how you all doing not bad how about you sir 
I'm good. I'm good. Don't mind me. I'm dying. <laughs> I might. I might have the hiv. I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my test results, sir. The gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. This time of year, right? Damn. Damn HIV and the herpes. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Yes. Uh, Eric Danville, by the way, the author of the complete Linda Lovelace. One hell of a book. Oh, thanks. You because uh, you know what it is I learned so much more about Linda Lovelace than I learned about like like you only have one ideal you know idea of her, and I didn't yeah. grow, I didn't grow up in the time frame when uh, Deep Throat came out. I got to watch it and jerk off to it later. <laughs> I didn't get to, I didn't get to be in that in that moment during it. <laughs> And she she had such a life that only yeah. only very few know. Uh, you know, Linda Lovelace was not even a real name; it's a stage name. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, so she she did a lot of stuff. She's from Bronx, from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, she was. You know, it, it's weird. I mean, like, people actually a lot of people know her story, but a lot of people know know one side of her multi-sided story like there's a lot of people who just know the porno stuff and know the eight millimeter films and the dog movies and the whole thing and other people who just know the anti-porn part of her story yeah and the book i think really you know collects both sides of it and, and lets everyone know exactly you know uh what an influence she had and, and what an amazing kind of life she really did have i mean right up until the day she died you know and, and but that's what i'm saying like she did so freaking much that it was it was beyond words how how it's broken down in her life from her early life to the porn career to the after porn career uh, not even in the in the, in the middle part of how the uh, how Deep Throat became a social juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, like, it really it, it opened up a lot of people's. Uh ideas and 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 discussion really to uh you know the the idea of like oral sex having sex on film showing those films in public i mean it was it covered everything like you know tons of legal arguments tons of ethical and moral sort of things and and you know just you know people's you know sexuality too was was really brought to the forefront by this movie and and her frankly amazing performance in it well that, and that's the thing she was a great actress <laughs> she, she was a passable actress, but she was a great cocksucker. That's, oh, no, no, no. That's no. really... Her, her, cocksuck her cocksuckery was amazing. <laughs> but the, uh, what I'm talking about is, like, I mean, compared to half of the Hollywood biatches that are out there today, she's a decent <laughs> actress. And, like, you had... Yeah, yeah. At one point, you had her uh, uh, Chuck Trainer there, her husband at that time, uh, pulling mm. a gun on her and making her suck dick. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the 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 quote that, you know, her really famous quote, like, oh, there was a gun to my head the, the, the whole time. Yeah. I always thought that that was really, like, metaphorical, even though he he used to beat the shit out of her. That That is, like, beyond, that's beyond question. I mean, loads of people who were on the set of Deep Throat and who knew them later, yeah, he was beating the shit out of her, you know, which is, and I think that that's another, like, amazing part of her story. It's like, if you take the, everyone focuses on, on the porn element of it, obviously, because... She's a porn star, but if you if you take that out and just go down to the sort of like domestic violence thing, yeah, I mean she was like she was like millions of women out there, and and that that's what I think gets 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 lost a lot in the argument too. So what do you think? What do you think is really if you could sum up Linda Lovelace 
If you could mm. sum her up as in like in a couple of words, what do you think her legacy is? Wow. Um I would say probably pop culture hero turned um political flashpoint really you know because a lot of a lot of what people talk about her it's not just the dick sucking and you know it's it's politics involved with everything around her you know and, and really after because she only made you know the, the one hardcore movie she, she did like a bunch of eight millimeter films she did the one hardcore movie and she did detail parts there where the hardcore was cut out she wasn't in the business for very long you know so so it's really that's a very very small part of her of her legacy but it, it's the part that really sets the whole rest of it in motion. Now, what she Joe was saying, by the way, because Joe was around during that time period. Uh, Joe was very, mm. Joe. Yes. Joe was very old. I'm very old. Um, <laughs> Joe was saying that he. Let me throw it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you and Eric are gonna go uh, reminisce about cock sucking. Hold on. <laughs> is, is the is she was she credited as the first woman to literally like down a whole dick? On film, she, yeah, yeah, definitely. She's she's certainly credited with that. She's obviously not the first person who ever did it. No, but she's she's the one who became internationally famous for sucking a dick all the way down to the balls. Nah, all the way down to the that's balls. That's one hell of a lady. <laughs> that's one hell of a lady. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a great date movie too. Deep Throat's a great date movie. I, the first time that I saw it, I was in college and I watched it with my girlfriend. My parents were away for the weekend, yeah. So you know, we went down to my house and and uh, we were like, oh, you know, let's get a porn movie. And it's like, oh, Deep Throat was the one that everyone had heard of. So we get it and and we watched it and I was like, holy shit, you know. And she gave me a great blowjob afterwards. It was it was pretty much training for your girlfriend, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, <laughs> Now, why did they take out one of the things I was? I was they made the sequel, Deep Throat yeah. Two. Why did they take the shit out of it? I didn't understand. Because they were getting busted all over the place. You know that they were they were getting the, the movie was banned. You know as as much as the movie can be banned in twenty three states at the time. So like half the country, you couldn't even see the fucking movie. Yeah, they were getting busted all over the place. They they got they got hidden in um, I think it was. Arizona, they got hit in New York City, they got hit in upstate New York. And everyone found the movie to be not obscene except for New York City. So they didn't want to take a chance with the sequel getting them busted again. And, you know, because the theater owners would go down with it too and they'd get the projectionists and, like, as many people as they could pull in with some of these, you know, with some of these cases. They didn't want to get busted again. And, um, but they still wanted to make the money. You know, so so they they put out this movie, which is it, it's out on DVD. It's been out on DVD for a couple of years. It was it was like the great lost movie for a really long time, and when you finally see a copy of it, it's not incredibly bad. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense because the editing was for shit. Mm-hmm. But this guy Joe, but Joe Sarno, this guy, a very you know very famous uh, you know grindhouse director named Joe Sarno made the movie, and it's it's like a seventies B comedy. It's a to tell you the truth, it's not as good as, and this is really saying something. It's not as good as Linda Lovelace for president, but it's it's okay. It's an all right movie. Now, yeah. By the way, that was also a very weird thing. I see. See, I only know certain. It, I only know certain things, and that's why mm. your book, by the way, which is, uh, I want to make sure I get it. The Complete Linda Lovelace by Eric Danville. Um, one of the uh, Linda Lovelace for president, Joe, had Mickey Dolan's in it. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From the monkeys. Yeah, he was a bus driver. He was yeah. a bus driver. Yeah. But, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like as as my age, I'm only 34, and I'm going okay. Mickey freaking Dolans. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, that movie had great people. Scatman Crawlers was in it. Oh. Um, if, if you remember your, your your reruns of Chico and the Man, he was the garbage man in, uh, in Chico and the Man. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, if you're a fan of like 70s sitcoms, you'll notice a lot of faces in, in, uh, in the movie from, you know, put, you know, they were sort of like the B characters in, in a lot of uh, in a lot of 70s sitcoms, like the odd couple and shit like that. Now, you were a major, by the way, Eric was also a major, uh, you know, force behind the other, the major motion picture. That just came out about her. Oh yes, which was uh, Lovelace, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I was a consultant on it. It was actually the 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 first draft of the script was actually based on my book, but the way that Hollywood goes, <laughs> I got I got written out of uh, I got written out of my own script. But I was a consultant for it. Yeah. All right. Now I have a question. There was yeah. uh, I I don't even remember how far back it was. There was a. Uh, I know there was a fight. They wanted to make a updated version of Deep Throat. Yeah. And then there was uh, something with Sasha. Sasha Gray. Sasha yeah, Gray. Yeah. And then they wanted to do it, but like somebody owns the rights to yeah. the movie, and it yeah. was like some hillbilly family <laughs> that owns yeah, the rights to this movie. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> And it was like some weird freaking hillbilly thing. And I remember that uh, Stephen Hirsch, yeah. who, who uh, owns uh, Vivid, and now he owns mm-hmm. uh, Vivid Radio and Sirius XM and everything. He goes mm-hmm. down to the, I remember because it was on like Showtime, Joe. And yeah. he goes he goes down to the, uh, the the hillbilly family in the hills. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, like saying, hey, can we, uh, you know, we want to buy the rights so we can make this movie. And they go, and they literally, they go, uh, yeah, and then he changes his mind and goes, screw you, we're just going to make our own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the guy that owns the racers, it's this guy named Ray Pistol. Uh, and he Ray has Arrow Film and Video out in Vegas. He's, uh, he's, he's a character. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a character. I mean, you know, he's got a property that's, that's worth a lot of money, you know. And yeah. still to this day, that movie's 40 fucking years old, and people are still talking about it, putting out books that mention it. Doing movies about the making of it and shit. You know, he, it's 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 a it's a valuable commodity to him. But he he kind of he comes and goes with his, with his focus on what he wants to do. Sometimes. By the way, have you have you seen the uh, the movie that they actually wound up making with uh, with Sasha Gray? Uh, I've seen parts of it, not the full thing. It's it's I think it's called Throat a Cautionary Tale. It's really really good. It's a fucking it's really dark. It's a very very dark movie. But there's a scene the first time where she's sucking some guy's dick and she comes while she's doing it. You know, in Deep Throat they show the rockets and the fireworks and all this shit. Yeah. Sasha Gray does a really good like interpretive dance with her. You know, with, with the orgasm that she had. It was really I was very shocked that it was it was as good as as it uh, as it turned out. They've also been been thinking about making a a remake of Deep Throat around 2000 and it was going to be called Deep Throw 2000 which I can only imagine was going to be a horrendous piece of shit but oh, luckily that didn't get made oh no knowing them would be set in space <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like 2001 a rip off oh, <laughs> the monolith would just be like massive you yeah know? start sucking off a friggin astronaut or something <laughs> it's not good. I'm just saying it's there. Um, It'd be a spacewalk. Yeah, but Joe, this guy, that, that, that guy Pistol, he was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
they show <laughs> one of the, one of the things is gonna be stuck in my head. They show this guy's house. Joe is yeah. like literally like redneck paradise, <laughs> and he could they go in the house and this guy is he like he he wants to live in like Sodom and Gomorrah. This guy, yeah, in his brain. <laughs> so he walk you walk into his house and he's got girls just like sucking off his sons. Oh, and like and this is when Stephen Hurst shows up. Oh, God. Like Stephen Hurst shows up and there's, there's a guy by the hot tub getting a sucking and you're like, what the fuck did I walk into? What is this shit? Is that the guy that owns the strip club in Vegas? He owns Who? Strip, he owns yeah, the, yeah. He owns the strip yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. He, had, he was auditioning girls for Deep Throat, having them suck yeah, a he, banana. Yeah, he, it was, was his movie. Down. Yeah. Oh, what a well, they got to see how they look, you know? I guess, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would paint my dick to look like a banana then yeah, at that that's point. That's it, yeah. <laughs> you can take a banana, you can take anything. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what did, now, what did you think of Lovelace, though, since you were a consultant uh, on it? I thought it was a piece of shit. Okay. Absolute horrendous piece of shit. <laughs> now a lot of people say that. A lot of people say it didn't go. It didn't get to the meat of what actually <laughs> happened in her life. And I said that as a pun. I could yes, I oh, did. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, but no, it, it was. It was. It was. A, it was a horrible movie. It was. It was, it was really. It was tremendously bad. It, it had no fucking basis in reality really like the way that she meets chuck trainer is wrong and the way that the eight millimeter loops come around is wrong and and the scene at the end spoiler alert where um chris Nuff is like whipping chuck trainer like oh you have to get another porn star that's bullshit that's absolute bullshit that's practically giving the the, the mafia you know credit for like helping her get away from him which was like absolute nonsense it's total total fabrication from from stem to stern but I'm sure that they're going to turn a nice little profit on DVDs, and, and that's really, when it comes to some of these fucking people, it's all I give a shit about is, is just when the check is going to clear, and they don't give a crap about the real story or, or any sort of sense of, like, what's right in a, in a motion picture, you know? Well, yeah, but I think that's only because it, I think a lot of people want to go see it because they just want to see Amanda Siegfried, uh, Seyfried there or whatever her name for it. Uh, I think they just want to see her naked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and they got her. They got her in the one scene. You get to see her tits, and I think like the next day, the picture was all over the fucking internet, being sold on eBay and shit. You yeah, know what that's, I mean, that's what I, I'm saying. I was, that was the best thing about the, my name in the credits and Amanda Seyfried's tits were the best thing in that movie. And that's about it. Yeah. Now yeah, what? Yeah, basically. Now, there was one. There was one actually really good scene. I thought where she's asking. Um, Sharon Stone, who plays her mother, if she can come back home. And she and he was like, oh, he beats me, you know, can I come home? That I thought was pretty good. And Sharon Stone was very good in it. Sharon Stone, yeah, she, she, she was worth seeing for it, yeah. So why don't you, why don't you, uh, you should write, you should get, you should sell your book for rights to make oh, a movie. No, actually, the, the the first the first draft of the script it was actually based on my book. Like I was a character in it, and it followed. You know, if, if you read the book, it goes from her becoming famous with with Deep Throat in '72, and it goes yeah. all the way through. I mean, she hadn't died at that point, but it goes all the way through her coming back to Lake Show Magazine to do one final adult magazine spread. And the the first draft of the movie was actually based on that. Um, you know, from from beginning to end. But I, it was either. Depending on, on which producer it was that was telling me the story, it was either James Franco or the fucking money guys behind it who got the script totally rewritten because they didn't want to tell the story that way. Personally, I think it was that fucking Catherine McKinnon lawyer lady who, um, who, who had the whole thing 
you know, kind of kiboshed and, and sort of told the way that she wanted the story to be told. Catherine McKinnon was, was Linda's lawyer for a very long time, and she was the one who helped her get bookings at colleges in the 80s when she was doing the anti-porn speeches. Yeah. So as soon as they got in contact with her and she got her claws into it, the whole, the whole story changed, and it, and it just went to exactly what this feminist lawyer wanted her to be, which was the perpetual victim, which, if you read the book, Linda was getting over it at that point, and she had realized, like, look, you know, this is 30 years ago, it's time for me to start getting over it, which she actually said to me one night. And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, it's, it's time to get on with things, you know? And, and she had always wanted to do that, but there, there's, a, there's a big bunch of the, of the feminist contingent that, that were these kind of Linda Lovelace cultists who didn't want her to be anything but a victim because that doesn't, that doesn't get a, across the point about pornography and patriarchal society and all that horse shit that they want to get out there. That brings us back to what we were talking about on the show today. We were talking about how in like reality television, like mm. why not just stick to the actual story, the shit that actually happened and make it so it's interesting instead of changing it all around just to appease, like, something else. As opposed well, to... What, what, what reality TV are you talking about in particular? Or just TV, reality TV in general? No, I'm talking about mostly, like, the reality television shows that, like, are so unbelievably fake. Instead, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. instead of just going, oh, well, this shit happens. Let's film what actually happens. Where they make these scenarios that happen. Which is what they did here when they just changed... What she, what actually took place? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it definitely. I mean, it, in terms of reality TV, I mean, I'm sure that you could realize this too. If they were to make a reality TV show about about your show and about your life for a week, it's not going to be very interesting. No, it's not. You know, it, 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 it's 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 reality is not that interesting. But but what drives drama is conflict. So they have to put that into into reality TV shows, or there's nothing there. For for a while, they, they were. You know, I also I work at at, um, at Penthouse Forum magazine and Girls at Penthouse, and for a while they they were trying to do some I forget which company it was was trying to do some reality TV show based on what goes on in Penthouse and this that and the other. And during the Halloween parade in New York City a couple of years ago, my friend Laney, who was a publicist here, um, I love Laney. Told me, yeah, oh, Laney's great. Laney's great. Um, she told me that, that some of the reality TV people were, they had a float in the New York City uh, Halloween parade, yeah. a Caligula-themed float. So she, one of the girls told her that one of the producers was telling her to go over and pick a fight with Lainey so that they could increase the drama of the show. And they were like, fuck you. You know, that, that's not, first off, my girls, you know, Lainey was saying her girls wouldn't do that to her. And it's just, that's fucked up. That, that's why people hate fucking Hollywood and, and you know, TV people and all that shit, because they, it's, it's just this mindless crap that they churn out. Thank you. you I, I, can't even, I can't even think of a good reality TV show and that's why, that, that I, I watch on a regular basis. This is why me and Eric Danville are now friends. <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. This is why we're friends, because the shit that they're putting out, like, I can't get a, I can't get a job... Like an honest, we can't get this show in other places because I was saying it to Joe before the the level of shit that we have to compete with, where there's people that are willing just to do shit stuff, mm-hmm. but but it's make believe and bullshit is yeah. so astronomical that it's amazing, and I gotta compete <laughs> with that because I can't yeah. have I just can't have Eric Danville on who wrote an amazing book about an amazing woman 
who did so much shit and have that discussion with the audience, with the people at home, and have that world where you actually sit down and, like, I don't know, maybe are captivated and interested by something. No. Let's have a fight where I go, Eric, you suck, man. Fuck you. And then you come at me with something, and then we go, oh, and then they at the end of the show, when they when when they go, okay, we're done filming, I go, Eric, that was great. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I love when you call me a fat fuck with a small dick. You were great. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Blah, blah. You mean like, it's not wrestling. <laughs> yeah. not well, but it is, though. But it is. It is. It's the new, that, that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great analogy. It's yeah. the new professional wrestling. Everyone thinks of, like, the fucking, you know, Real Housewives of fucking, you know, Whatever, Beverly yeah. Hills or whatever, but that's like an honest representation of what these people do. No, these people want to be celebrities. They want to get the book deal. They want to get whatever fucking you know compensation they can get out of this, you know, fifteen minutes of media fame that they'll have, which hopefully will stretch into a career for them, but probably not. And they're willing to do anything. And if it means like jumping across the table and ripping some bitches weave off, they're going to do it. And it's fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing to anyone who's got like you yourself. You're a man of breeding and class. I can tell. Yes. Anyone who's got a fucking brain. <laughs> in their head that wants to have a decent conversation about shit or just show the way that things are. It's not going to fucking happen because it's got to, drama's got to be driven by that conflict and people need something to hold their interest. And you have a whole bunch of fucking people out in Hollywood who are willing to give them that when they know that the, the product that they churn out is crap. The way that they get it done is fucking horrendously rude. You know, it's just, it, it's, it's a horrible fucking business. And I, I, my dealings with these people, I've been dealing with these people for 10 years trying to get some fucking movie made out of the Linda Lovelace story, whether it's off my book or not. And they're horrible fucking people. They are. It's it, it just, it's the weirdest thing to me is I find like, I love just to have a conversation. I don't think there's anything better in life than, you know, having a beer, bullshitting with someone and, and having a captivating conversation where it's interesting with someone, and it's like they took that away from people. Yeah. They took that, that, that pureness and that simplistic shit, and they took it away from people, and they're like, oh, you now have to hate gays. Why? Because yeah. that's the new thing. That's what we have to do. We have to hate the gays. Shut up. If you don't hate yeah. gays, we're not putting your show in the air. It, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, like, right-wing talk radio aside, yeah. I mean, it's it's with, with, I mean, it's, it's just its own whole animal that has nothing. Again, it's got nothing to do with reality. Ninety nine percent of of all sort of like media out there, it's it's just horrendously bad. I mean, like I don't even watch fucking television anymore. You want to know who had like probably? And I, I only just think about this because the guy recently passed. You want to know who had one of the best interview and t- interview shows on TV? Who? It was fucking Al Goldstein. Yes, yes, he did. From Screw Midnight. Yeah, yeah. Midnight Blue was an amazingly, an amazingly like uh, uh, forward-seeing show. You know, I mean, because all the shit that he was doing for like thirty years, and you know, had to fight Time Warner every step of the way. That's all over cable now. That is fucking reality TV. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. He he was looked at as not even an innovator. He was looked at as a piece of shit by everybody else. He was yeah. look, he was looked exactly Joe. Don't even whoa. That's just what he was looked at. He was looked at as a piece of shit. He was looked at as like, oh, this dirty old man has his porno, this and that, bat bat, and all that crap. He wasn't looked at as a guy. By I'm talking about by the the mere mortals, not by anyone else yeah. that that could look past that and see that he was going and giving you an interesting freaking show. 
where you would yeah. sit there and go, oh, yeah. holy shit, I'm actually going to actually be entertained. Absolutely. Even, yeah. even Screw Magazine was... was, was, was Screw Magazine was one of the great yeah. all-time adult magazines that was out there. Absolutely. Oh, totally. totally. Yeah, I, I, I worked for Al for seven years, and, you know, that, that kind of persona that you see on the show, that was kind of real. That was kind of real. I mean, he 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 was really like that. He could have these like odd flashes of humanity every once in a while. But, <laughs> but <laughs> sounds but like the, me. The, the thing is that, that he kind of like that character that that he created and that he perpetuated is really kind of the template for a lot of reality TV shows now, and not not shit like Survivor and crap like that. But but the ones where you know, like I said, where there's interpersonal kind of like conflict between people a lot of that is can go right back to, to goldstein and, and that sort of you know uh, uh in your face kind of fuck you this is what i'm like persona that that he really kind of was all right so eric here's, here's what we're gonna do here's what we're gonna do me and you right yeah you're gonna okay. you since you're an amazing writer by the way Thank you. eric danville the complete linda lovelace almost became a movie until Hollywood <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, that book will tell you everything that the movie would not. Yeah, it actually has uh, these little things called facts in it. <laughs> you might want to look them up. Truth. So what you do is, here's what you do. You go pitch to all your Hollywood people that you hate <laughs> a real reality show starring us, and we do the show, and you're the producer, and we make shit happen. That's Love what it. we do. Great idea. That's what we do. I, you are, you're obviously an idea man, which I which I totally respect and appreciate. I could never be one of those people. I could never be one of those fucking people. All right, let's go find one of those that. people. Okay. Let's go find one of those fucking people, and we make it happen. <laughs> that I could do. That I could do. All right, give me a round of applause okay. for Eric Danville. Because <laughs> he's got one hell of a book. I'm telling you, the complete Linda Lovelace. Go check it out. Let me go get the actual plug. Because I know that we have to make sure that we plug things in the proper way, Daniel. You can't just come out. Make things commercially viable for the for the the, the guest and for the host. So. Absolutely, sir. And I wouldn't want to do that to you, sir. I wouldn't want to leave you in a bind <laughs> and say, "Hey, by the way, he's got this book. I don't know what the hell to get it, but you can go get it." <laughs> that would be wrong. To purchase your copy of the complete Linda Lovelace, go to Amazon.com. And for more information. Joe, yes. for more information, go to thecompletelindalovelace.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Danville, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, sir. And by the way, Eric, fuck Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Exactly, exactly. Fuck him right in the poop shoot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> thank you, Eric. Thanks a lot, man. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you, guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Danville. That guy, that guy speaks the truth. Yeah, he was a good guest. He'll never make it in this business no, because he because speaks the he, truth. Because he speaks the truth. And, uh, and they don't want to hear the truth. Well, you know, guys like that, their time will come. Uh, you know, so, someday, and we may not be alive to see it, uh, that is going to be the next thing. The real truth, you know. The real truth. That's what, that's what you're yeah. going to need. It's going to take shows like this. Yeah. To make, so when I'm dead, Joe, yeah. then they go, oh, you know, that fat bastard had a good idea. He was Picasso. He wanted reality to actually be real. Yeah, you'll be the Rembrandt of radio. Yeah. My work will only go up to the higher echelon, Joe, the moment I'm dead, which with my weight issues and everything else and my high blood pressure could be very soon. Yeah.
I mean, you fight with me all the time. I might have an aneurysm. I don't even know what's one going of, on. One of us will let it. Yeah, I, I, my bet is you first. Yeah, probably. But, you know, no, my luck, you'll yeah. be re- you'll be doing the eulogy at my freaking funeral. Yeah. That's the thing. Joe's betting for it to happen next week. Yeah, <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> no good. That's, uh, yeah, when we're off, when we're on vacation, yeah. that's when he'll do it. He'll be like, Happy New Year, Eddie's dead. Thanks. Welcome to the Danny Show. <laughs> Horrible. He's it's good. the ham radio show until I die, Dan. It's the ham radio show. 908-854-4228. Eric Danville's book. Go to Amazon.com. Pick it up or go to the complete LindaLovelace.com for further details. It's Ham Radio. We'll be right back after these words. I'm still alive, bitch. Come on, Danny. You want to, do, you want to cut a promo for us? Yeah, we want to cut a promo. I want you to say, uh, hi, this is Beetlejuice. Yeah, I can say, hi, this is Beetlejuice. And you're listening to? I'm listening to Ham Radio. Ham on air? Ham on air, ham radio. Ham radio? Damn right, close enough, we'll take it. Ham Thank radio. you, Bill Zeus. Okay. What do you mean, ham radio? I know what a ham radio is. I don't even like to stick my cock in you right now. It's going to hold it out of that. That is the. F- I couldn't answer fucking more than that. It's almost the best offer I've had all week. Don't go anywhere. More insanity to follow. Ham 24-7 brings you the year of Ham 2013, a look back into best and fucked up moments of this year's Ham Radio shows. We want pussy, we want food, we're very simple creatures. Some more pussy. We want some food, more pussy, food, pussy, food. Including the best of Hammy. It's not my fucking job. Contact fucking Mitch then. Stop blaming me for all of your fucking show's problem. Let me finish. It's the greatest fight ever. And Joe still hasn't mastered the ability to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, it wasn't my fault, Sully. He asked me a question. Well, you know what happened? You know, he actually was the Lincoln Douglas debates uh, that uh, got him elected. Clear your calendar and mark it off. The year of Ham 2013 airs soon on Ham 24 7. Hey, it's Danny from the Ham Radio Show. Don't go anywhere, because coming up next is the OSW Review from 1 to 3, right here on More Like Radio. MoreLikeRadio.com. No rules, just radio. Greetings. My name is Chris Hamill, Senior Executive Producer of More Like Radio. More Like Radio is an internet radio station founded in 2012 after our bosses at our former station were really mean to us. Since then, we have worked to provide the listener with the best radio experience possible. We also like to promote local and unsigned artists, like Woods of Arden, the Baghdadios, hip-hop artist and host on More Like Radio, Sir Darkside, and much more. What we at More Like Radio pride ourselves the most on, though, is the outstanding talk programming featured on our network. Take Hippo Juice, for example. What, what you know, are we, you it, talking it, about? It, We're not in the internet right now! We are not in the Matrix! Dude! 
also take a listen to the fifth circle. Hey, we chicks get into radio wars. Pew, pew. Or maybe Dutch and Royce fit your fancy. I do things on purpose to stretch shows out. I've been doing it for six years. I know what I'm doing. Or maybe check out my show, Brain Stew Radio. You hate white people. You hate white people. You hate white people. More Like Radio prides itself on professionalism, and we swear no one has an ego. We're bigger than your shows. We have better listeners. We have more listeners. We have bigger download stuff than you. Off. Or drinks. I'm not that drunk! Or even fights. We're not on another station, you dumb this is my point. Unbelievable. That's it. I'm going home. Unbelievable. Thank you for listening to More Like Radio, the most lovable dysfunctional family on radio. Hey, you. Yes, you guessed 10,542. Change your username. And while you're in the More Like Radio live page listening to fine quality programming, notice the banner ad just slightly above the chat room. It's a link to something you want in Amazon. Click it. It's probably reminding you to order something you need from Amazon.com. Don't leave MLR and type the URL like a sucker. Just click the link and it'll open in a new window. This way you can buy your shit and continue listening to the show. Now, change your username. It's right there on the right, stupid. What are you doing? I'm reading this book I found. Listen to this shit. It's stronger, manly ants probe every crevice of our silken femininity. The underlying bodies riding in a sensual rhythm as his thrust is purple-headed warrior into a quivering mouth of love pulling. Damn, this bitch is going to get fucked real good. What? You know, he's going to stake the mink in, in a spikak. Remind me the day that you were con- conceived. Picture it, New York City, 1979. The San Gennaro feast, your father was so turned on by all the festivity that he took me right there behind the sausage and peppers stand. Ma! What? It was not like anyone can see us. We were behind the garbage pail. Manager the ninja and the brush all. Where the hell did you find this? I found her in a box labeled M Radio Giveaways under your bed. I used to drink a lot, too. And uh, I learned a lot from drinking, though. You learned lessons from drinking, things you never forget. One thing I learned from drinking is that if you ever go Christmas caroling, you should go with a group of people, you know? <laughs> and also go, like, around December. That's the best time of year. When you're out there in mid-July and you're naked with a bottle of Jack Daniels, Outside your ex-girlfriend's house, going, Jingle bells! A lot of people don't consider that caroling for some reason. Yeah! 
Show. Want to thank Danny's mom. She, it, it never sucks, Danny. It never sucks. It never gets old. Oh my God. Was that the immaculate conception? Yep. That was how Danny was born. Behind the sauces of Peppa Stand. San Gennaro. That's probably why he has a big dick. God went. They say when you get. I wanted to play something that wasn't Christmassy. I like this. It's a good song. According to Crisco in the chat room, more like radio.com. Click on the like button. It's a 90s bang fest. Bang fest. That's what we do. Joe, you want to sing along with me? Okay. All right, ready? I want, I want something else to get me through this semi-charm kind of life. I don't know baby, baby, I want something else. Ready, Joe? I don't know the word. Goodbye. I would love Joe to rap this part, well, but he doesn't know it. Rapping was never my point. We've had a pretty weird and exciting show today. Okay. It wasn't bad. We had a very good guest. Eric Danville was, was awesome. Very good guest. He was excellent. I I I, uh, I found him very interesting and informative. We should have him on again because we didn't really go into depth about Linda Lovelace, so we should have. But uh, he had so many Well, he can't more, stay on all day. Well, he had so many interesting things to say. He could have been on for an hour, uh, at least. We could, well, so why whatever. don't we have him back again? Absolutely. I think that would be very nice to have him back again sometime. Why don't we let Joe become the head booker uh, on the yeah. show? Oh, yeah, that's going to happen, sure. Joe, you can book everybody. I don't yeah, care. You can book anybody? You can book whoever you want. You well, want Mel Torme? You I'll, get me Mel Torme. i my neighbors. I'll take my neighbors. You get the Velvet so. Fog. Yeah. I don't know why I'm singing with Danny. That's oh, my button. No, button. he's dead, Mel Torme. Take you know, Amy off hold. Hammy's not on hold. Hammy, you're alive. Right here. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He He's just talking. not saying Watch, anything. ready? This is Hammy on hold. Okay. Ready? This is Hammy on hold. That's Hammy on hold. That's Hammy on hold. That's Hammy on hold. hold. Yeah. Put him on hold again. Put him, him on hold again. Hammy, say something. I. Say he's on hold. Hammy's off hold. Yeah. Hammy, will you do me a favor? Change that picture of John Wayne Gacy. It, it just freaks me out. Can you put a picture of your ass? Yeah, your, your ass would be nice. Uh, Can you do it with a brush in it? Yeah, something like that. Like a, a, like a nice butt brush. Anything but that John Wayne Gacy clown killer face there. No, that's not him as Pogo. Well, it's still pretty bad. That's it's, that's him as Hamo the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Hamo the Clown. Are we in the dirty 30 where I can say anything I want? You can say whatever you want, but we have to. We do have to do... Uh, Chris Esposito sent me the thing. Okay, okay. So we should do those. Let's get that done. Because he's at a meeting that's serious and can't really come to the phone yeah, right now. Yeah, I know. Chris has been shaking. <coughs> All he is is he, he's very busy, Joe. Well, he's a big man. From Tattoos and Touchdowns. I don't mean he's a big man, but he's a big man. 
You were going to say it was fat, Joe. No, no, don't lie. Not, not at all. I know. I'm a, a fellow fat guy. I, me too. You, I don't do fat jokes. And I know when someone's going to speak ill will of fat people. I know. You were going for the fat joke. All right, so Danny, where are we? Even though I'm going to end up kissing Joe's ass. Yes. You're going to end up kissing Joe's ass. Not Joe's ass. Uh, I mean Hammy's ass. ass. Hammy's got- I kissed Joe's ass because he was yelling at me before. Well, and I'm going to kiss Hammy's I ass. I believe I enjoyed the kissing. To Ham- make up for it. Hammy's got 12. All right, so Ham- we know Hammy won. It's yeah. Hammy's ass. I-, I come in second at nine. Okay. Billy is at seven. Mm-hmm. And you and Joe are tied for six. six. All right. So with one more game left, there's no way Billy could jump up and beat me. All right, but so really, I clinched, I clinched second. It could still be, however, like I mentioned before, a three-way dance between you, Joe, and, and Billy. And, and Billy. Billy. Yeah. There's only one game that separates the two of you. All right, so let's make this happen now. Let's get it out of the way. Uh, Danny, your game is Packers Bears. Packers Bears. Wow. Joe, what are the Packers? Well, I know I, I'm not going to say that anymore because what aren't you going to say? That, that the they're Nancys. Uh, they're Nancy's. I'm that's not be, really close enough to pit. what you say they are. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use that word anymore because it's politically incorrect. Why don't you just call them fudge packers? Then? Well, I don't like them. Okay. Uh, and they are little Nancy's. You know. It's Hammy's favorite Hammy's team. Hammy's I know. I'm going to piss off Hammy and go with the Bears. Ooh, All right. So I, right, you got to write it down. Well, I don't know. The Bears got to beat now. I mean, they, they won. I, they hey, won. You want paper, Danny? They won this week. We'll do it like old school. Here's a little paper. paper. The Bears. And here's the a pen. Bears. All right. Yeah. So Danny's taking the Bears. The Bears. All right. So Billy, do we pick for Billy because he's not uh, here? Uh, he's grumpy. I'll text him <coughs> to get his thing. All right. So Billy's is Niners and the Cardinals. Bill. By the way, Candlestick Park uh, going away. Oh, where's it going? Hey, it's going bye-bye. Are they building another stadium? They have a brand new stadium, which will also hold WrestleMania 31. Mm, well, what do you know? Yes. So his is Niners and Cards. Mine is Panthers-Falcons, which is a shit game. What did Billy pick? Well, he's, well, he's not here to pick, so. Well, I thought Danny was going to make his pick for him. No, he's going to text him his pick. Oh, and then see what... Okay. If... They, if if Billy feels like getting off his ass well, and actually helping out the bit, yeah, then we're fine. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, crap. Freak. I got a shitty game. Who do you got? Panthers-Falcons. Oh, I know who's going to win. That's shit. I know who's going to win. How's Atlanta doing? I don't even know how Atlanta's doing. Atlanta's doing horrible. I would pick the Panthers. All right, so put me down for Panthers. And I don't even know if the what the Falcons have been doing. Well. Um, not that you got help from the expert. It goes well. I mean, either way, I'm still kissing his ass, probably. Um, sure. It goes Joe. Joe goes next. Ravens, Bengals, Joe. Ravens and Bengals. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. Ravens just got their ass kicked. I, that's how I lost points. Bengals. I tied with Joe because of that game. All right, so, I'm, I'm going to take the Bengals. I would say take the Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. All right, and then Hammy. I wish here's the game I'm going to be watching. So freaking intently on Sunday. Hammy gets Eagles Cowboys. Well, seeing as I already won, I will let. Uh, how did Joe. Wh- what was my official pick last week? I don't know. What was your, What was his official uh, pick last week? I don't know what he picked last week. Because I remember Joe doing my, my, my pick last week. So yeah. you know what? Uh, I'll let Joe pick again. Well, for- then, then I'm going to pick the Cowboys for you because they're the worst team oh. in the league right now, and uh, they should be just as bad. But as they're wearing white, so they're going to win. Uh, oh, they yeah, win. yeah, but uh, they're 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 away, they're away, right? 
No, they're home, I think. They're home and they're wearing white? Yeah, I think we're playing. We're the Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles. Well, and it's not snowing in Dallas because it's warm. Uh, so, you know, you, if they're wearing white, they blend in with the snow. You know they have a that? dome, Joe. Everybody yes, but that. also, Tony Romo's not playing, so that means the Cowboys actually might stand a chance to win. Oh, you uh, think hey. so? Yeah, Romo is reportedly out for the year, Joe. You know what I'm thinking, Hammy? I, I think you can't lose no matter what I pick because you, your luck has been so damn good. No matter what I pick, it's going to be in your favor. It's official. Billy has selected the 49ers. All right, so Billy's taking the Niners right. in his pick. I think Hammy, the, to me, the safe bet is the Eagles. And it's not just because I'm an Eagles fan. They were playing outstandingly when they destroyed the Bears this weekend. All right? Who did Hammy take? No, Hammy didn't take him again. What's my pick? Joe, are you giving them Cowboys or are you giving them Eagles? Oh, Cowboys, yeah. All right. Cowboys are this? I honestly think the Cowboys are going to get their ass kicked. It doesn't really matter what he picks, though. I know. You're going to win anyway. The Eagles are going to win. He already won the money. So we're done with that. What are you doing with that mic, Joe? I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Why why would this ruin the radio show? I'm I'm totally sorry. What? What, what are you doing? I was tangled. My, my wire was tangled. Did your wire was tight? It was tangled, but I, I, I could have waited, and I should have waited. It's okay. I didn't want to get yelled at, so I just didn't say anything. Oh, well. um, the, uh, by the way, in New York City, I don't know where you're listening right now, um, the New York uh, new mayor, de Blasio, yeah. uh, his daughter has now come out moonbeam, just, as I call her, Yes, uh, has now admitted to battling depression and substance abuse. Does he have any white children? <clears throat> I don't believe so. I mean, it's possibly he has a white child somewhere, right? I don't know. I, it's now breaking news that yeah. his daughter uh, supposedly uh, had a substance abuse problem. Oh, really? 19-year-old uh, Shiera D. de Blasio admitted to battling depression and substance abuse in a video that was now posted today on Christmas Eve. Well, he who was without sin, let him cast the first stone. You hear that, Jesus? Yeah. Uh, she made the admission in a four-minute video posted Christmas Eve by de Blasio's transition team. So they're actually coming out and not hiding shit. Well, the, His know, own team came out and made this video. You might as well get the dirt out before somebody exactly. else gets Absolutely. it. Exactly. Absolutely. That's a preemptive strike, and it's very wise to Is do it that. Ciara? The, I'm being told Ciara now. Is it Ciara? C-H-I-A-R-A. I think that's how it's pronounced, yeah. Uh, well, she supposedly drank alcohol. Uh, I, I still call her Moonbeam. Moonbeam de Blasio says she drank alcohol and smoked marijuana yeah. to deal with her clinical depression and anxiety. Wait till his son starts uh, screwing up. Lord, Lord knows I need that. Yeah. I, I need marijuana and alcohol. There'll be a reality show on this guy. Oh, God. Hell yeah. Well, he's got two young kids. You know, I mean, he's got two young kids that are now going to be in the public eye yeah, even more so than I, they are. I understand his wife was a bisexual at one time. Yes. See, yeah. at least Joe said that right. No. The, 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 they call her a former hey, lesbian. Hey, he got one right. Well, this guy has more There you go, Joe. But he's smart. It, it, <clears> it's all out there. And in this liberal society that we live in, especially in New York, we're very liberal here. That shit don't mean nothing. Oh, I'm just waiting, Joe, tonight, though. I gotta. You, it's, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, it is. For anyone who's going to listen to this after this, yeah. it's Christmas Eve right now. We're live on the air. 
Yeah. And tonight, you have to go with family. If you're Italian, yeah. you got to be with your family. Then you're going to be with your family or you're working no, the whole time? I'm working the whole time. All right. No, no shit, really? Yeah. Well, I'm not wearing this um, outfit because Well, I, I didn't like know what it. time you were getting off. That's the reason why. I, I didn't know if you were doing the overnight. I mean, I don't know what time you go in, what time you're doing that. Yeah, maybe they let you off at 9.30. Like, like, you know, you still have a Christmas Have some rum yeah. balls, Danny, whatever you're going to do. Because then when they call, you know, for an ambulance, there'll be nobody there to dispatch at 9.30 to 12, Joe. Well, no, maybe they have other people, don't they? You're not there 24-7. No, it's just Danny. Oh. They ain't got any money. They just Jesus. have Danny. God. So, sure. I know that the Blasio conversation is going to happen. Yeah. The political conversations. Are going to happen. Remember, last time on Thanksgiving, I had the conversation of, uh, he's not my president. And I had to sit through the uh, <laughs> the freaking uh, Obama's not our president conversation. Well, he is our I, president. I, I, but this is why I hate holidays. I really do. I hate holidays. Well, I, I, only like, I only like Halloween. <laughs> I really do. Why I only is that? because you dress up like something else. You could be something you're not. And all the girls dress up like sluts. Yeah. Why did they do that? There's no Christmas sluts. I've never seen one Mother Teresa costume. This slutty Mother Teresa. <laughs> there be. is slutty Mother there Teresa. Somebody find slutty Mother Teresa. <laughs> I, I know it exists. I don't think so. As a costume. No. My whole thing is I don't like how I don't like holidays because you sit around with your family. And no matter, like, no, you think I fight with you guys. Lots of good food, though. You think right? I fight with you guys. I can't. Oh, the food's fine. Yeah. That's why I'm fat. I just eat my emotions, you sure. know. But, like, you sit there at the table, mm-hmm. and you can't have, you, 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 I, Joe thinks, like, like, oh, Eddie, you don't let anybody get a word in edgewise. Try eating at that table, Joe. Well, you got all like you. Uh, They're not all like me. Joe, you're the only one that sees me this way. Oh. Other people like, think I, I, that we have conversations. These people automatically think that we're wrong. Like, automatically, no matter what, because I'm the youngest, I'm wrong. That's where it, it comes down to. So you sit there and have uh, conversations and debates yeah. at these shows, and you sit there and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? Why is he not your president? You know what I mean? Why is he not your president? Arr, don't use that racist shit with me. Who says that, Danny? No, no, Dan, Dan, Dan. The big white bitch doesn't care. Big white bitch is not racist. No, I definitely not. (coughs) I have other family members. Oh, they're racist. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go, slutty Mother Teresa, Joe. Right there. Wow, look at that. Freaking tell me there's no slutty Mother Teresa. And right there is why I love Halloween. Well, she's not exactly slutty, but you know. She's she's not exactly slutty. When did Mother Teresa dress like that, Joe? See through. Well, <laughs> she's never had a body like that, that's for sure. She probably did before she was Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just saying that I just can't. A mother. Am I the only one that hates it? Am I the only one that hates it? I hate sitting around with family who have, they either they either want to walk on eggshells with stuff or they want to go full bore at you with shit. Oh, uh, my, my mother is the exact opposite from your family except... Yeah. Democrat. My my mother's like, oh well, you know, Obama's not the best, but he's certainly not Bush. You know, blame Bush. <laughs> blah 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 blah. I vote Democrat. Yeah, yeah. well, okay. well yeah. she's a Democrat. Do or die. Then you know. But that's what I'm saying. They have their own ideas, and none of them are factual. Yeah. And they sit there, and you're like, I can at least say that Obama sucks on certain things. Yeah. And I'm the one that's supposedly carrying the torch for Obama. 
on this program. Uh, by the way, tomorrow's last day to sign up for Obamacare. No, today is. Oh, today is? Okay, yeah. well, looks like I'm getting the penalty. I'm getting the penalty, too. I, I don't have insurance. Uh, I have zero insurance. Uh, you know, I, I'm so confused with, with this. And, and let me tell it's you something. No, no, no. It's not, the, it's not the last day. It's the last day to have it. So you will have be ready to go by January 1st. Yeah, you know, no one really... You can still sign up after the fact. No one really what? understands Obamacare. No one gets it. We were on the phone the other day with, with medical insurance companies. They don't un understand Obamacare. They're no one, it's, it's in a state of flux where no, because they're so ambiguous about the rules. Uh, ambiguous. Look at Joe with a big word, well, ambiguous. Uh, yeah. uh, the, 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 By the way, but, uh, Joe, I just want to bring up that we are, we are being bombarded oh, yeah, by we, slutty Mother Teresa. I, I kind of like them. Just too. saying. Paris Hilton with Mother Teresa. Yeah, we're know. being bombarded now. Go ahead. Yeah. Show us sucking a dick. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no Mother Teresa sucking a dick on yeah, the chat room. Well, there shouldn't be. As Joe says that, now you know no, one will magically yeah, appear. There will be soon enough. Yeah. I know. There will be somebody in a habit sucking a dick. I know. All right, go ahead, Joe. Continue. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, the rules of Obamacare are so, uh, you know, uh, in flux. No one really knows what the hell's going to be and what's going to happen. That's why no one really understands what's going to go on. And and I think Obamacare, seriously, I do think Obamacare in its present form is doomed. Um, the Republicans have made a, a mess of it. The Democrats don't even know where to turn next to fix it. But I also uh, think I also think with that, Joe, is that there's a lot of people just sit in their ways. Yeah. And they don't want to do anything. Well, yeah, that's true, too. So they're not going to do anything about it, thus cause more problems, too. I'm saying, like... Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't want to do it. I understand. they ain't going to go do it. I understand the uh, the altruistic meaning of Obamacare. People without insurance should have it. There's no question about it. But the truth of the matter is, the poor don't need it. They get taken care of anyway. Yeah. You know, the rich have it or the working class people most of them have it through businesses or wh whatever uh, uh you know or, or government jobs but the uh, but the majority is the middle class people like yourself are self-employed or have little businesses on the side or something like that. those are the people who don't know what the hell's going on and well hopefully it's unfortunate hopefully in 2014 i'm gonna have a job yeah. That I can have insurance. Well, it's the McDonald's worker, you know, the, the get gay married. That, that has a problem. I wish I could get gay married. Gay I married really do. Insurance. I would suck a dick just to get insurance right now. I really I now would. pronounce you Eddie and Hammy. There you go. I'll do it. But you bet you gotta give you gotta give me that pretty cock. I'll you go, can't uh, yeah. domestic partnership. Yeah. Twelve fifty five. Okay. <laughs> um All right. I don't know. I just I I, I I was. We were talking. Me and Joe were talking in between, because Eric Danville got me thinking. Yes. And I put this up as a post on Facebook, and a lot of people, like I don't know, either glossed over it or rallied behind it, either or. And I'm tired of moral victories. Like I'm t in 2014. I don't want moral victories. <laughs> I want victories. I want honest-to-goodness victories. I want victories for my team. I want victories for uh, me personally. I want victories where we can actually get paid now for what we deserve, and therefore I, will, I don't have to worry about having insurance. I don't have to worry about paying back the hospital who cut my back open before. 
I mean, I still got to pay these assholes back. And they, you know when they're getting their money? Never worry. Never worry. Never worry. Never ever land. Yeah. That's when they're getting their money because I can't afford to give you your money. I need to get a job. So, like, we're not going to be around until next year. We're they not on next week. Jibs. What? They took her jibs. They took her jibs. Um, Get her done. Uh, I don't know. Anybody want to leave anything with, like on the table? It's uh, 2013. Anybody want to end the year with something? Yeah. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And keep the change, you filthy animal. Filthy animal. And in... in uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, shitters fall. Uh, oh, damn it. That was the one I wanted to do, you piece of shit. I like that. You piece of shit. That was going to be the one that I was going to do. I think our music is going to start. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> okay. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. All right, so we will see you next year. That's right. Uh, 2014. I want to thank Eric Danville. You can go to Amazon.com and pick up his book, The Complete Linda Lovelace, or to go to the completelindalovelace.com. Great guest, very informative on this subject. And now brand new friend of the Ham Radio Show. Yes, we like And him. we'll be, hopefully, uh, he 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 uh, he tweeted us. Oh, he tweeted me directly. I retweeted. For plot. Yeah, go to Uncle Eddie 13 on my Twitter, Danny, what's yours? You can throw it at me. Stop chewing gum on the air. At Danny on MLR. Thank you. And Joe's is, I don't have Twitter. I don't have Twitter. I'm sorry. I, I, I believe in the old way. Pick up the phone. What, and talk carrier to some, pigeons? Talk carrier to somebody. Pigeon. Talk to them like a human being. Fearfully, uh, Joe's is, I have smoke signals. That's right. Tweet have a me blanket more. the fire. What? Tweet me more slutty pictures of uh, Mother Teresa. Yeah. Yes. Danny has a slow <laughs> night. So, just saying. Um... <laughs> I think that's it. I think everybody, I know the music's going to come and yeah. we're going to do the normal goodbye and, and everything. Coming, Merry yeah. Christmas, Crisco, my buddy. Yeah, happy, Merry Christmas to all you sons of bitches. Yeah, really. To everybody that stood by the Ham Radio Show. And hopefully in 2014, we're doing more. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I can freaking hope for is doing more. <laughs> I don't want to leave on a depressing note, but Jesus. Okay. No more moral victories. <laughs> Just victories. And Crisco wants me to use niggardly in a conversation. And damn it, I won't say that word, even though I just did. Remember, free speech is never silent, so always speak the fuck up. And remember, you're going to fuck that chicken. Go balls deep. Until next year, my friends, I say AMF. To you, that means... Adios, motherfucker! Ham Radio broadcast in front of a live studio chat room. The Ham Radio white version was established in 2005. Ham Radio is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network, along with the Bunker Studios, in association with Brain Stew Media. Ham Radio is distributed by More Like Radio. Uncle Eddie is our producer. Joey Drapes is our engineer. Billy brings nothing to the table. Tony Clifton is our service aide. Danny is our resident asshole. And Hammy's still homeless. All material is copyrighted of the Ham Radio Show. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material is strictly prohibited by Ham Radio and its affiliates. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you. <laughs>